my god it's oh. me andy and hank holy Where? cow it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's been a while since we've uh, all been here together um that's how random it is <laughs> it is a heartfelt a welcome back to you sir yeah man thanks I oh man uh random fandom for uh let's see what is it uh we are random fandom number 40, 45 uh, 45 wow uh, for the week of january and 9th, this will be my third episode <laughs> <laughs> three of 45 you're batting yeah, what uh not bad, not bad. single digits <laughs> i was a pitcher that's right Listen, we've got a uh, some technical issues that Andy's been working on uh, before we went live tonight, and uh, we ran short on time. And, and rather than um, just give you all the impression that we weren't going to go live, uh, here we are. So Andy's going to continue to troubleshoot his tech stuff uh, while Hank and I fill time. Hank, do a song and dance. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. No, don't. That was very not hard. Don't do that. Don't do we'll that. have to record that one and use it for Jeopardy music. Seriously. What I'm going to do here, I am going to switch over to, where is our thing here? Let me open up our brand tab. I want to stick, uh, you know, what would I do with it? I know I said uh, I was going to talk about this later, but now, now seems as good a time as any. Um, if you haven't seen our uh, social media uh, in the last day or so, uh i did put a little something up there it's on all of our um it's on all of our socials so whether you are following us on facebook instagram twitter uh sorry x do you even x uh, as well as uh, threads and the youtube uh, community tab on our youtube channel you'll see that we are planning a future episode which we are calling the best of the best 2023 now have to get the theme song <laughs> oh my god that's a from the movie yeah mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh best of the best 23 um the thing about best of the best uh 23 is that um all of the answers must come from you our fans so you've got until january 31st uh to head over to any of our social platforms Find the post, best of the best 23. You'll see that there's a a bunch of categories that we're looking for. Give us your top three answers for every category. Then uh, in February, on February 6th, on uh, our regular Tuesday night slot, we're going to come back and we're going to run down the best of the best. And I guess we'll do uh, what our first, our first ever, uh, we'll call it the the fansies, I guess. Can we call it that? (laughs) (laughs) The fansie awards. Um, which will be unlike any other award show you've ever seen. I can guarantee that. <laughs> um, while Andy's still working away, let's check in on the chat. We've got uh, Ray on YouTube. Great to see the awesome threesome back together again. Ray and uh, our friend uh, TJC over in the UK. Good evening, Jets. Happy New up. Year to you all. Blimey. 
uh tjc just guested uh over on the uh oh my god uh new channel zazel's clubhouse oh, very where, cool. uh, there was a bunch of uh, guys got together and played some games i i hung out in the chat for i don't know an hour or so it was quite fun all right Andy, where are you at with your tech buddy uh i don't know do i sound okay to go I think you sound fine. You sound I mean, fine me, other yeah. than the limitations of the the space and the microphone, which is absolutely acceptable for the conditions you are in, I think we're I think that's uh, the best. I'm gonna get. Go. Well, that's okay. Let yeah. me just. Um, oh my god! All the I was so early tonight, and I still forgot to uh, queue up tonight's <laughs> slideshow. All right, I'm just gonna get that right now. Nice. Uh, the reason that uh, Andy and I are not uh, together again tonight is uh, I woke up yesterday with a uh, mystery virus, um, oh, which you may or may not hear uh, in my voice. Yeah. Precautionary no. measures. Yeah. Rather than uh, risk infecting anybody else, um, I have opted to stay home and uh, we are doing the episode uh, remotely tonight. Uh, everybody stay in place, I guess. Nice. All right. Well, before we uh, we get going with everything that we uh, have come for, uh, come here for every Tuesday night, we should get to uh, the way we start off the show. Uh, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? The same way that we uh, like to start off the show every week with a dose of random fandom trivia. Nice. That's better. Uh, Andy, am I running the slides tonight? I guess I am, aren't I? Uh, yeah. You're you're going to be running the slide portion of it. All right. Just. <clears throat> Uh, just kick the monkey in the back of the head every time you want to. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to advance to slide number two, uh, coming up to number two, here we go. Here we go. Question people in the film Titanic, Rose receives a necklace from her fiance. What oh. is that necklace called? Oh. Is it called yeah. a, the hope diamond B the heart of the ocean or C the unsinkable diamond? Oh, first of all, there's a Titanic movie. There is. Why, There's a couple why of have them. I why have I never heard of this? Uh, um, it's come back around a couple of times. I don't know. It, it hasn't. Had, it? Yeah, it, it may has. have had more theatrical re-releases than Star Wars, but not more than Avatar. Oh my gosh, no! Oh, we've got an answer from Kimberly coming in tonight. She says, uh, "The Hope Diamond." There's no question mark on that. That was me totally. I intoned that. I'm sorry. The Hope Diamond. I don't know if I'm, you know what? I'm pretty sure I know the answer yeah. and I don't want to spoil it. Did it. Didn't it sink in an ocean? Well, eventually mm. at the end of the movie, she so, does drop it over the edge. So I, I, I wouldn't think it's unsinkable. So I, I got it. I guess if you say she dropped it over the edge. I know we're talking about, we got Sean, Sean over at uh, YouTube. He's saying B, the heart Wait. of the ocean. That just feels right. That's kind of where I'm landing with it. Having never I, seen this incredibly popular movie. Really? Could You've never seen it? Wrong. No, I'm kidding. Do you get a follow-up <laughs> slide to this one, Andy? Do you have a, another, do you have a follow-up? Yeah, one with the answer. Okay, just the answer. Because <laughs> I want to stick with this for a minute. I want to talk about, we've got uh, Sarah Hodgson on YouTube. Hi, Sarah. Nice to see you again. Uh, Sarah also says, uh, be the heart of the ocean. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not, I haven't looked at, uh, I haven't seen Titanic in a while. And I haven't looked at the, uh, the, the film credits, but Rose senior rose that throws the thing over overboard was was that not one of the golden girls was that not estelle no. getty like one of her last roles i don't believe so i don't think so oh maybe i'm just making that up 
Maybe it sounds good. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm Did gonna you know that John up. Lithgow is Brett Brad Pitt's uncle? No, that either. No, it's it's not true, but it sounds true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Oh, I can't, I can't. oh it my god, Arthur in a ski mask. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Kim says, uh, "Oh my god, no, it wasn't." <laughs> <laughs> uh glorious stewart glorious stewart okay i stand corrected i don't even know where i got that from it's one of those things you hear when you're a young person and it sticks with you yeah 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 apparently i need to be fact-checked well it happens i just learned today that uh what's her face from aliens the uh girl commando uh vasquez Ruiz. vasquez yes vasquez, is the yeah. mother in terminator 2 that's right that is correct. Yeah, so she didn't do a whole lot after that. Yeah, unfortunately, she didn't do a whole lot of acting after that. She's been, uh, but she's been a staple on the convention circuit. Speaking of the convention circuit, did you guys catch the uh, guest announcement for Niagara Falls this year? We've, I've we've seen a couple, couple so far. Peter Weller, oh, wow, mm-hmm. RoboCop himself uh, is coming to Niagara Falls. Yeah, sign my cast <laughs> <laughs> or steal your starship, I guess. Yeah, right. All right. So, are we ready to move on with the answer? I think so. I don't think we're going to get any more, uh, any more from the question, today, but I can read it so. for everybody uh, who well, chose B, the heart of the ocean. You, you are correct. correct. All right. <laughs> That's been this week's dose of uh, random fandom trivia. If you stick around uh, uh, for the entirety of the show, we'll be back with uh, this week's installment of Lexicon, the uh, crazy word game where I present you with a nonsensical sounding word that is 100% true, and uh, you try to guess the definition. But before we get to that, we got to get to this week's news. Andy, where are we going first, my friend? Well, fun little tidbit uh, before we move on there. Sorry. Oh, well, let me, get, uh, let me move back here. The Hope Diamond is what the Heart of the Ocean is loosely based on. There was actually no heart of the ocean. So our now who did somebody said uh, Hope Diamond. So Kim, who said Hope Diamond, was uh, in the ballpark. In the ballpark, she was in the ballpark. Yeah, Jim. Philip Seymour Hoffman looks amazing there. By the way, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, for those of you who were watching last week, uh, last week we got I, I gave a little update. Our live streaming platform, Streamyard. Um, I had said, I'd mentioned that Instagram had opened up their API to third-party streaming software. Um, man, it didn't take very long because here we are just a week later and already, uh, StreamYard has come up with a portrait, uh, studio. So we will be able to do, uh, 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 upright, what do you call them? Uh, TikTok shorts. Yeah. We can do, uh, in that format, the upright format now. Reels. Uh, with, uh, yeah. Reels. Reels, TikToks, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, man. We can do that now. All right, then. So, yeah. Okay. The Hope Diamond, uh, the heart of the ocean based on the Hope Diamond. All right. You ready to move on? Yeah. Let's move on. Let's do it. Uh, We're going to get sad here for a little while, but uh, Uh, as we do, it started off really kind of dark this year. Uh, We've lost Anna Ophelia Mergia, who is best known possibly for a whole lot of stuff I've never seen. But sure. uh, American audiences will probably know her as the voice of Mama Coco from uh, Disney's Coco. Oh, Coco. That was such a good movie. Yeah, she's passed away at the age of 90. Oh. And in a post so, from uh, 
the Mexican National Institute of Fine Arts and Literature uh, translated, it says, with deep sadness, we regret the sensitive death of the first actress, Ana Ophelia Murguia, who was part of the stable cast of the National Theater Company of Mexico and whose artistic oh, wow. career was vital for performing arts in Mexico. We send condolences oh, wow. and warm hugs to her family and friends. You know, it's just every time we do one of these, it just, I, not only do I, I mean, I feel, I feel bad. I feel bad anytime we lose, well, anybody really, but I learn so much more about these people, who they were. And uh, I just feel more enriched for it. Yeah. I can honestly say that I didn't really know. I didn't know anything about her uh, before, um, well, before Coco. Yeah. Uh, Before Coco, though, she's had dozens of film roles dating back decades uh, including roles in The Queen of the Night, Nobody Will Speak of Us When We're Dead, uh, Gabby, Mexican, You Can Do It, The Heist, and La Vispera. Uh, okay. And that's just like movie roles. She's also got television and a whole bunch of other stuff. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. I just want to take a second here and I want to just kind of uh, look at the chat here for a second. Um, <laughs> our friend, white <laughs> ruin. Our, fr- our friend, our uh, friend, Red Swenson, uh, coming in from uh, YouTube tonight says, Oh, this movie, I'm going to throw generational wealth into the ocean because of that boy I banged on the death ship once. <laughs> 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 but that's all right because my wife, Kim, is fighting back. That's not why she dropped the necklace into the ocean, Red. <laughs> Well, I thought I, I always thought she was dropping it into the ocean so that Bill Paxton's character would have a better chance of finding it. That's an interesting prospect. Because, like, you you take that much equipment and everything out to the sea, and she just hands it to you. Really? No, make them work for it. Well, I mean, they were there to recover artifacts from the the site. Mind you, what an what an artifact to get a hold of. I, I got in a lot of trouble from an ex when I watched that movie and I, I sort of yelled about three quarters of the way through the real ship took an hour to sink. And this movie is taking much longer. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. The sheep. Uh, <laughs> Red says in fairness, it's been over a decade since I saw it. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Previously, Jim Cameron was an excellent director. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, whatchamacallit? Um, Terminator 2? Nope. Uh, well, there is, yes, of course there's that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Avatar? Um, the, no, before no. that, the underwater <laughs> movie. The underwater one. The Abyss. The, the Abyss, the that's the, the one Abyss I'm thinking Abyss was of. excellent. The Abyss, that's the, Abyss. the one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I guess if we... Uh, we Are we ever going to get through a week where we don't have any loss of life well judging by the amount we've got this week hopefully we're good for the rest of the month i hope so um well let's get to the next one this one um man it's not very often we we talk about uh folks in the gaming world and like game designers and very few of them i would say you know have mainstream notoriety but um we've lost brian ansel uh, this week if you don't know who brian is he is the creator uh, one of the one of the co-creators of Warhammer. Now, Warhammer in 2024 is the best-selling tabletop miniature game in existence, and has been for well decades. Quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Excuse me. Sorry, it's my uh, it's my virus kicking up. <laughs> 
this one kind of caught me i was surprised at this one it's like you know you, you when you think of like i mean for us as nerds and hank maybe you would have you and i probably would be able to name more game gamer people than maybe you could andy yeah exactly you think of guys like gary gygax or in our case kevin Sambita, right you think of those people but i mean it never occurred to me that yeah of course there there are people behind all of these games and i'm i'm pretty i mean i'm not an active player i I have played throughout my career as a as a gamer yeah Uh, still a big fan of the world and the and the system in the game but never knew the man's name honestly until no i'm I'm in the same boat as well yeah Looks like he might have played Warhammer, though. He's got the appropriate Actually, haircut. If you get the extended version of this photo. He's got a ton of miniatures in front of him, ready to go. I was going to say, looking at the bottom, you can kind of make that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Tuomas Piranen, uh, a Remedy designer who had worked at Games Workshop, wrote uh, Brian Ansel, the man behind the growth of the Games Workshop and the patron of Warhammer and 40K as we know it today, has died. Not many Warhammer fans know it today, but without him, there would almost certainly be no Warhammer hobby at all. Mm, that's Hard man, that's but all very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. yeah. There's still a games workshop kicking around Halifax. You know what's really strange is I was out uh, a couple of weeks ago and and Kim and I were driving. We, we've stopped on our way home. My God, I'm trying to get out of my sweater and I feel like I'm in a straight jacket. <laughs> Jesus. The virus has me. <laughs> um, we stopped in Ajax and um, there, we stopped at like a, a, like it wasn't a mall, but it was like a, like a plaza. And in the plaza, there was literally a store uh, in one of the, the, the strip uh, plazas. And it literally just said Warhammer. And I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa. I'm like, that's Can gotta be, that? well, this is the thing, right? Like when I had our hobby store, I was right. solicited by games workshop directly. Like they don't, they don't distribute to wholesale. They distribute right. directly right. to the retailer. So that guy's got to be all so, secondary market then almost. I didn't. So that's the thing. I should have went in the store. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Warhammer player, but I should have went in just to like get the lowdown. Like, dude, are you like, are you it, a war? Like, are you a games workshop? Like affiliate? sanctioned guy? But there's an, it's been around for long enough that I, a, 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 a completely used Warhammer store, uh, would not surprise me we have uh just here locally we have uh, dueling grounds uh and they migrated out of toronto over to peterborough and his used section of just models yeah. is enormous and not Great. just warhammer but like all kinds of different models there's a it's a few years old now but i think it's called the upper deck it was a play on the, the sports card thing but it's all magic and uh oh yeah card gaming yeah uh, i don't know much about it but i know it's was cool. that there was that in halifax it is in halifax yeah it's just uh queen street maybe i don't remember i don't think they were there when i lived there yeah they i don't they're pretty new pretty new. yeah all right okay all right any more on brian uh you want to talk about andy uh, not that i know of. like i'm i've never played warhammer myself but even no, i no. have warhammer figures yeah i mean the, the scale of them Let's look when we were playing D&D back in the 80s, Warhammer came out and they were already bigger. They were yeah. already in that I don't know what are they 30 30 millimeter? I mean, when we were playing Dungeons and Dragons and and D&D minis were like the original like D&D 20 millimeter, they were small. <laughs> they yeah. were tiny, so, man. 
don't put him in your mouth. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's right. Pre-1990, no, do not lick yeah, the yeah. mini. <laughs> These kids are responsible. Give them lead. Right. And then, they, you know, if Warhammer, for nothing else, Warhammer did have that impact on the other end of the gaming community, the role-playing games, where the minis, they did, they got progressively bigger over time. And now... 25 30 millimeters seems to be the the standard scale across so many failed attempts to emulate it too. hero clicks well yeah and i mean look <laughs> at how many times uh wizards of the coast has like we're gonna do a standalone a star wars game. game yeah right, just exactly. a straight up miniature game yeah yeah even west end games the original uh, uh publishers of star wars tried it yeah all right let's move on let's uh well let's let's get to, the next on to our one. next one all right oh yeah Glennis Johns has passed away at the age of 100. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, I can't say that she didn't have a long life. No, no. Uh, You probably remember her best as the role of Mrs. Banks in Mary Poppins. Okay. Yep. From way back when, but uh, yeah, she passed away Thursday at an assisted living facility in West Hollywood, uh, confirmed by her manager, Mitch Clem. And uh, she officially became the oldest living Disney legend following Betty White's passing in 2021. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Crazy. So, some of the other Are roles we... that she's made for Disney, uh, the sword and the rose, uh, Rob Roy, the Highland rogue, uh, starred with oh, wow, her yeah. father, Mervyn Johns in, uh, the halfway house, uh, the magic box, the sundowners, and going all the way back, she made her debut at the age of 13 in 1938's South Riding. Oh, wow. Yeah. So long, long, long career. Crazy. That's crazy, man. Oh. All right. Well, let's just keep the train rolling. Um, wow. Here we go. Yep. David Soul, famous for Starsky and Hutch. How many people? like staple of your childhood television uh um yeah, yeah. Uh, schedule i mean who didn't want to be starsky yeah. or hutch you remember yeah. the first um the first stephen king miniseries salem's lot remember him yeah, in yeah. That? okay yeah 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 that uh, that terrified me as a child that miniseries wow. absolutely terrified me uh look yeah. at, just like thinking about the original it the it miniseries um with um tim curry oh my god yeah tim curry as the clown mm. like uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh. yeah yeah that this, this one's a well they're all a shame realistically but this it one's kind and of then like he's point. got a crazy resume too like he was in uh, 1973's magnum force which was the oh, second yeah. installment in Clint, oh, yeah. clint eastwood's uh dirty harry series that's oh right. that's right <laughs> Yeah, I played uh, Ken uh, Ken Hutch Hutchinson. Yep. <laughs> I did not know this, but uh, he also dabbled in singing. At one point, opening for names like Frank Zappa and the Birds. Oh, I, I don't think I <laughs> so, know the name either. like David Soul. You kind of have to. Yeah, be <laughs> I know that they made an. They did make an appearance. Both of them made an appearance in the the reboot Starsky and Hutch yeah, movie with the... Stiller and uh, Owen. <laughs> Stiller, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every time they take a, a, like a, a beloved 1970s property, <laughs> nostalgia like, the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they always turn them on their ear and turn them into these stupid comedies. 
Yeah. This this one is up there with the the worst of the worst, if you ask it's, me. It's pretty bad. And I've I've watched them all because I have to, um, including the dorkishly bad Chips movie because it's got Dak Shepard in it, who I kind of like. But I don't, I don't think I've seen the Chips movie. No, but of I love all of those. Punch and John when I was a kid, man. <laughs> of all of those movies, I still say that the the Dukes of Hazard is probably the high water mark for those. Oh, oh that's not yeah. speaking highly yeah. at all. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah, I mean, when yeah. Stifler is your big draw, right? Right. Oh come on, we Johnny Knoxville is just as big a draw. That's we, true. Now he's good. And Willie Nelson is. As Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse. <laughs> Who's it? Um, and uh, Jessica Simpson, Jessica Simpson. As, uh, as Daisy. Yeah. Where are they now? Burt Reynolds is uh, Boss Hog. Oh, my gosh. That's right. I'd forgotten all about that. Now, who played Roscoe in that? Anybody? Anyone know Roscoe? I do not there? recall who played Roscoe. Roscoe. That's okay. We're not talking about It's my fault. I took us off the rails. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're supposed to be mourning David Soul. I'm sorry. Right. But yeah. putting back on the rails here, uh, one of his songs... <laughs> Uh, the song Silver Lady, which was his, actually hit number one in the UK back in 1979. That's wow. cool. So, yeah. So he could have been. Uh, and so, like, he's like, is, does that make him the, uh, the the test pattern for David Hasselhoff seeking his recording <laughs> fame in Germany? Germans Maybe. love yeah, David Hasselhoff. I don't know. It's interesting, though, like how how music performs in different markets where, like, people can't get recognized in their native country. Yeah. Um, but yet somehow thrive. I mean, remember abroad. the seventies when you didn't have to be super pretty to be like a world <laughs> world pronounced true. star. That's true. Yeah, yeah. you had to have some talent. Excellent. <laughs> Before Pro Tools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's a shame. All right, we got it. Oh, we we got more, don't we? Yes, we yeah, do. We do. Okay. This next one is really right. tragic. All right, here we go. Yes, uh, this one, absolutely yeah, horrible. Christian Oliver has uh, died in a plane crash along with both his daughters. Yeah, it was a single engine, I think, a uh, single uh, engine crash somewhere in the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were trans, or the uh, plane was transporting him and his two daughters, 12-year-old Anique and 10-year-old Medita, and they crashed on Thursday. And unfortunately, everyone on board was killed. No oh, man. Um, also killed was the plane's owner and uh, pilot Robert Sachs, and the cause of the single-engine plane crash is now under investigation. So something may come of it. You like, know, but they have further. they have to investigate it. Any plane crash is going to be investigated. Um, yeah. You know, could it be mechanical? Sure. Could it have been a pilot error? Yeah. Could it have been a medical incident? Yeah. Could have been uh, any just, number of things. We just don't know. It doesn't make it any less tragic, though. It's uh, no. I, I just can't imagine being in the aircraft, in a small aircraft like that, and, and essentially watching it happen, knowing yeah. that, oh, we're about to thunder in. Okay, and now we're dead. Nothing you can do. No, it's it's a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. He just finished uh, wrapping production on the movie Forever Hold Your Peace uh, oh, with okay. frequent collaborator, director Nick Lyon, who had shared an image on Instagram of him and Christian, you know, we just finished our project. We've talked yeah, about yeah, yeah. the film for years and we finally did it. And then well, this happens. hopefully that film, uh, you know, survives the post-production process and comes to light. I mean, you know, somebody's last work, you would want it to be seen. Yes, absolutely. 
but uh, what what would I know him from? It's almost like local news to me right now. The driver sure. in uh, Speed Racer he played uh, Snake oh. Oiler in the Speed Racer movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, he was also in uh, the film with Tom Cruise, that Valkyrie. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's right. Uh, other film credits include The Good German, uh, Ready or Not, Three Musketeers, Ninja Apocalypse, Animal Among Us, and Sorry, House of Good there, and Evil. Is there a comma between the Ninja Apocalypse Musketeer thing? Yes. <laughs> Three Musketeers, okay. The Ninja Apocalypse. <laughs> Three Musketeers, The Ninja that Apocalypse. That sounds like a great movie. That's, that's a movie we should be making. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but he was also in other shows like uh, the German series Alarm for Cobra 11. Oh, so he must have been a villain. In, That's uh, a great Maybe. name. <laughs> but he was also in uh, Saved by the Bell, The New Class, uh, Sense8, oh. Timeless, oh, Sense8. and Hunters. Well, sh- I watched every episode of Sense8. Now I got to go back and check it out. I got to remember who this guy is. Yeah, And he was also on the crew for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Is that right, eh? Yeah. So he was all over the place. Yeah. In his uh, unfortunately short time. Yeah, man. Wow. So, all right. All right. Moving on. Gonna go. No, you can't. You really can't. Okay. Next. And last up on our docket this week here, uh, actor Harry Johnson has passed away at the age of 81. Uh, you now, probably know him most from Battlestar Galactica. He's got a Battlestar Galactica credit, but his credit is First Warrior. So. Hmm. I can't imagine that he was in the show for very long. I went looking for images of him in Battlestar. Like I could not find a single still image of him. Hmm. So hmm. it must have been a very small part. Possibly. Uh, he was also in Law and Order and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. TV or movie? TV. TV. Oh, okay. So then he was a rep mom. We got Steve coming in tonight. Good evening, everyone. Hello, Steve. Um, but yeah, I guess he's got like over a four decade uh, acting career uh, with TV show credits like MASH, uh, Dynasty, The A-Team, Cold Case, Melrose Place, Days of Our Lives, Party of Five, uh, Highway to Heaven, 30 something. Oh, gee. So, I mean, he's a a working man. TV shows like 1977's The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh my God! You mean these ones? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) He also starred in uh, the 1979 Captain America TV movie and two episodes of the original (laughs) Incredible Hulk series. Were they not all made by the same people? They probably were. I think they were. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It was like Marvel's original attempt at a at a joint. yeah cinematic universe <laughs> tv universe wow those were some Pink bad Hulk. spider-mans by the way oh super bad wow. yeah 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 they, they even did, there was a an attempt at a film out of out like of the tv show i believe at first but it didn't they were bad <laughs> he was always fighting like thugs or ninjas there's like we don't have we have no budget for a super villain that's right i mean they could have like you know thrown a pirate or two in there pirates <laughs> or ninjas <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> All right, man. Any more uh, for uh, Harry? Rest in peace, Harry Johnson. All right, rest in peace. Rest in peace, everybody. 
this this part of the show i mean i know i kind of suggested that we do these up front to get them out of the way but man it's heavy when you're doing like four or five of them in a row Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so and that's uh, hopefully that's that's all for quite a while i hope so the reality is i'm sure as always we'll get off the the air tonight and be like what it'll be something (laughs) that'll happen tonight or tomorrow all right well fingers crossed next week is a bit lighter on that uh on that note all right let's get into some of the other news of of the last this one uh, but this one's lots lighter so all right uh jack black is going to be in the Minecraft movie that is currently in production or getting underway uh, with Warner Brothers, Vertigo, and Legendary. Does Minecraft... So, I mean, I'm not a Minecraft (laughs) player. No, I I understand what it's about. That it's really about nothing. It's, I mean, it's like a a building simulator. Yes and no. How do you... What do you there's what do you frame a Minecraft movie around? There's kind uh, of a actually story they going can go on there. any number of directions with it because there have been spin-offs like uh, Minecraft Dungeons uh, okay. and Minecraft Legendary Heroes where they actually do follow like a story-based thing. Yeah, yep. where like either the Ender Dragon or the Witherstorm come in and try and ravage the land. So you are already like speaking them. Minecraftian, and I'm just like, <laughs> I guess maybe Fair the enough. question should be. Does the world need a Minecraft movie? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, Red says uh, it's the best selling video game of all time. Um, it is. is it? I can't oh, argue it is. There. Okay. It is. Something like 300 million copies sold. Yeah. Wow. And um, then I, I think the number is 140 million active players every month. I totally own it on two platforms, but never play it. That's like insane. I have it for my iPhone and I have it for PS5 and never play it. That but. is absolutely insane. And I it's, guess yeah, maybe for me now, I but I we also grew up in like you probably remember the very first iteration of The Sims and how I don't want to say perverse, but for lack of better words, how perverse The Sims had become over yeah. several iterations yeah. and mods and, and other things. So when when Minecraft came around and I'm like, oh god, here we go. Yeah. And then the same thing started happening within the Minecraft. I'm just like, maybe this just isn't for me. Yeah, uh, we yeah. got Silver Spider we, uh, on YouTube says my daughter still plays it. Uh, still Ray addictive. says uh, Parker loves uh, loves Minecraft. It's highly uh, addictive. There's yeah, there's there's uh, they let kids play about. it at school. That's how good it is. Wow. Okay. That's well, actually there's an education edition, so you got to actually craft out literal elements. Ah, interesting. So they're learning without knowing they're learning. And I mean, I have spent like, you know, more time than I care to admit in what they call West creator mode, creative mode and trying yeah, to build oh, like yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Like, well, Moss this is I the thing. <laughs> I've seen some of these crazy a lot builds. Of I've seen, to do that there was a, the one that stands out for me was somebody made an actual functional computer within yes. Minecraft. It was able to do simple calculations. It was like, what? Yeah, that's Who the that? aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you can build your own digital circuit boards. It's crazy to think that that yeah. that, but yet the the level of fidelity is that blocky, chunky. Yeah, like an eight bit video maybe game. That, maybe that's the part that just throws me off. Steve says Parker is the Minecraft whisperer. 
<laughs> I believe he's talking about your boy, Andy. He is. I, the kid is so smart when it comes to that game. Like he's actually yeah. gotten to the point where he's like coding it himself and adding oh, wow. mods and whatnot into the game. That's way. At beyond one me. point, uh, he's like, "Here, let me show you this," and he turned it on and he turned his face into a block that he could place. Oh, so he's looking at himself in the game. <laughs> Look, it's me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Well, it's interesting that they are making a film about this. And of course, Jack Black brings Jack Black to everything he does. So he used to be on a video game kick, though, like coming well, off of Bowser I mean, in the Mario movie. Beaches, 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 That's right. Beaches. But he's also got Steve in Minecraft. And then he's also in oh, the upcoming right. Borderlands. Uh, oh, oh, OK. Borderlands. He'll be good in that for sure. For sure. Uh, we got Red here. What's Red saying? He says, uh, Redstone is nuts. Somebody programmed the original Pokemon Game Boy game in Minecraft. Oh, that's impressive. That takes more patience than I have. Let's make a game inside a game. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Jack, uh, Jack Black coming to Minecraft. I mean, arguably, you know, what's the last thing we saw him in? Besides Mario, I guess would have been uh, for us would have been Mandalorian. Uh, Mandalorian. Now a lot of people didn't like his appearance in the Mandalorian. I eh, did. It was a bit jarring, he, but I thought it was okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan. Like to tell you the truth, but I could take him. That's fair. I wouldn't go out of my way. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like probably, unless he was like, I don't know if I saw the Jumanji movies in the last movie oh, I saw. Did Jack you see them in the theater? Might have been Tropic. Tro no. Tropic, Tropic Thunder, Thunder. I bet you was Thunder. the last. Whoa, that's going release. back. Yeah, with Jack that's Black. That's going way And that back, had nothing man. to do with necessarily Jack Black, but he was excellent in that movie because I found him to be acting a lot less like himself in every other movie he's in and more like yeah. playing a character, I found. Oh, because so remember then, High Fidelity? <laughs> I do. Yes, absolutely. Like, I do. <laughs> where's that guy? <laughs> or the, like guy the guy from, from Enemy of the State is. Or, or the guy from. Or that uh, guy. Yeah. The guy from Peter Jackson's King Kong. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he so, can I do mean, this stuff. He's definitely capable of that stuff. Yeah. The, the, the thing about these movies, and, and it's, you know, I don't want to call it a kid's movie, but it, it likely is going to be more like that. Aimed at that audience, know. of course. Yeah. The thing, the reason that they still make them is because they, they, they do consistent business in the theater. Constantly yeah. sold out. They're constantly doing the budgets don't have to be a hundred trillion dollars like a Disney blockbuster. And sure, sure. they they do great. And so there, you know, there will always be kids' movies and there will always be that sort of one-off star. Like what's populated. interesting is that starting pardon the pun here, but mining the video game world for movie ideas. I mean, I don't know why. Uh, uh, Hollywood hasn't latched onto this sooner. When you consider that the video game industry has outperformed, people don't realize this, but the video game industry makes more money per year than Hollywood does, and it's exponentially more and has yeah. been for years. My favorite thing to come of it so far is the fact that we're using gaming engines to do the CG in movies because oh my it's gosh. so yeah, much yeah. better. And they can do it so in real like, time. It's yeah. like overnight, it's just changed. School of Rock was a great movie. I did like School of Rock. It was okay. Like, yeah. Where he's playing uh, Dewey. Dewey Cox. Yep. Or no, sorry. Yeah, he was Dewey Cox playing, but he was uh, impersonating Mr. Schneebly. Mr. Schneebly. By the way, by the way, Mr. Schneebly competed on The Amazing Race with his father. Hmm. It was more writing than acting, hmm. but 
Neat. I can't even tell you his real name. It's just Mr. Schneebly. You know, the other guy. Yeah, the other guy, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, here we Poor go. Poor man Simon Pegg. Shall we uh, move on to the next the next news item? So Jack yeah, Black's yeah, not dead. Cool. He's not one of the guys from before. He's in a movie. No, I get confused with my pills. <laughs> This one, uh, this one caught me off guard, and I know I say that I don't do horror. I might make an exception for this one. Well, after seeing the trailer, you might not. Oh, okay. Well, thanks uh, we for laying that in for in me. Show notes. But uh, <laughs> this one actually kind of slipped past me. Apparently, it's already streaming on the streaming service Chilling, which is a new well, one there, for well, me. Isn't that a tell you what it is about? What it's about? Hmm. But the synopsis reads, long gone are the days of Emerald Cities and Yellow Brick Roads. In this dark reimagining of The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy Gale is now an elderly woman broken by years of paranormal entanglement with a mystical realm, which has now echoed down to her only living relative, Emily, who is being called to settle unfinished business in this terrifying world of Oz. You know, I feel like this is just an underutilized uh, angle for this. I mean, The Wizard of Oz, the the book anyway. I mean, the book who, remembers, who remembers Return to Oz? The Disney mm. movie. And Return yeah. to Oz was mm-hmm. supposed to be tonally more like the books. And a lot of people thought it's too, it was too dark. If you want I something like really Return scary, who remembers The Wiz? The Wiz? <laughs> <laughs> now there's a horror film. <laughs> yep. Uh, Michael and Diane. I mean, it's kind of. Did anybody see the the Winnie the Pooh horror film? Whatever it was, Blood and Honey. Not yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sort of lends itself to that. It's it's a it's a logical. You know, if you're going to reinterpret these things, it's a nice step. It's a kind of a neat step, laterally. Because, like, you know, after years of dealing with going back and forth to this mystical realm, it would drive anybody nuts. I feel like there's an advantage here in, in the sense that nobody's going to try to follow the footsteps of the original film. But if you go back to the source material, go back to the book and you mine from the original source material, then, then you, you can get away from, from the film and you can make an original property that could stand on its own. And I think that's kind of what you're going to get out of this one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But the trailer, it definitely is. Like that must be outside your house. Horror type twists, no, and jump scares. No. So, uh, anybody else get sirens? What do you hear? Uh, just me? Was it just, just me? You. Just you. And okay. I don't hear them on your side. So, okay. I'm sorry. I'm hearing stuff. <laughs> Maybe we're just talking about horror movies too much. Maybe. Yeah. And now I'm. <laughs> it's my warning bells going off. No, no. I like the way it, that, no, like, if it's set in the future and it's the sort of grandchild of Dorothy Gale, it doesn't take anything away from the original movie. No, no, no. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You get to pretend it's the same world. I suppose so. And I, I guess the only way to know is to see it and, and see how they set it up. Yeah. Is this the Dorothy that's that's been come home and now? over years has been tormented by I mean, whatever. even five-year-old me was terrified of a flying monkey yeah you know man but they were <laughs> they were pretty good they were pretty convincing to a five-year-old yeah the Hopefully melting or any horses by painting them <laughs> in this movie oh boy well they do mention <laughs> using real asbestos of snow well there is that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or makeup that can kill your actor that's right that too uh, but they do mention in the trailer here that uh, after Dorothy had returned from Oz, 
she wrote uh, down what they called her dreams in a book. Yeah. But uh, for her, it was real. Right. right. So. Very cool. I, I'm going to give this one a watch if I can. So. Excellent. What streaming service is it on? Chilling. 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 I'll have to watch for that and see uh, if it turns up anywhere else. All right, ready this for the next, next one. one is a bit of a remake coming from Amazon, which I know we all have. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we do. Um, and uh, Roadhouse Gyllenhaal is in the lead, and he's made a remake of Roadhouse. That's right. <laughs> are you, uh, but, Andy? Uh, are you up on your Rick and Morty? Um, uh, I, I don't even know if I can say this. Is this a family show? Those oh man, we're, we're, we're not, it's our show. We can say whatever we want. Yeah. Those are those are some serious cum gutters there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got himself in crazy good shape for this. Man, he's in uh, wicked shape there. I the, just the look at him like, did they just like digitally insert his head on somebody else's body? <laughs> no, that's actually like, him. Yeah. He went through the crazy training Young and the UFC Arnold. fighting. And... Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, dude looks jacked. Um, this is not the is... bubble boy we grew up with. No, absolutely no, no, not. No. But uh, <laughs> Balco. Red says uh, Tuesday night after dark. You know, it's funny though, is I guess I guess that's what the fighter looks like now. But you remember Patrick Swayze was just lean. lean. He was he was so yeah, yeah. lean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Patrick Swayze, I mean, already was a professional dancer before he was an actor. That's what the high so, kicks I mean, were all really. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like lith almost. Yeah, the, the route they're going with this is that he is a former MMA fighter. Who takes mm. up security work at a dive bar? So right, right. Who's there's no trailer the or anything out for this, but I guess there's a little bit of teaser footage with like an upcoming Amazon project reel. Ah, right. I was okay. Not able to find. That's too bad. I mean, I hope for this... him training. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen anything. I I presume it was. Did, did it look okay? of him training did the yeah, it, yeah did it look all right yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't like film footage it was him training to get ready oh for okay okay yeah, was, yeah 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 it looked like he was participating fully if if, if you know he you was, know he was giving her and getting i mean the, and, you know <laughs> the original movie the original roadhouse was not a hollywood like blockbuster it didn't really no. gain it, it didn't gain sort of well i mean it got its cult status in like home media release and, yeah. and much later on in life it was Not one of those movies movie. movie. yeah yeah like I, i've been Eagle. a fan of this movie like, from those, way back. yeah exactly you know, those, that kind of movie like nobody knows about this movie this is awesome movie <laughs> it's the movies that yeah. you covet and when you 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 only share them with certain people like oh i i can share this with yeah, you yeah, but yeah, you yeah. can't share it with anybody like else. the yeah. best of the yeah. best <laughs> best of the best or as i introduced my wife uh to the wraith mm. not too long ago yeah nicely yes yeah um but yeah um i love the original roadhouse i don't know how i'm gonna feel about this one <laughs> a lot of people are not too what's the word pumped for it i guess because we they're taking almost a more they're saying they're taking almost a more comedic route rather than like the stoic oh, bartender dude okay okay they're not Everything gonna try to make guardians of the galaxy man <laughs> like i don't know if you if we were talking about it this week but then there was that other thing that's coming out here the remake of the fall guy there's a fall Ooh. guy movie coming I out with saw uh, a trailer is it Ryan Gosling? 
I think it's Ryan Gosling that's in it. I think it might be. And uh, it's it doesn't look it doesn't look anything like you know the the, the television series. Which, by the mm. way, I still love the original Fall Guy oh, television man. series. Oh man, yeah. Um, now those are my sirens. You're picking those up? No, those those ones are mine. <laughs> Everybody's got sirens. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. We're having we're having like snow apocalypse over here, so I don't know what's happening uh, outside. We're about to get well tonight too. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, he, he looks he looks great. Like I, you know, yes, I can't argue. Acting with that. is one thing, you know. Like you're you're pull, you're you're becoming another human being. You're you know you're uh, you, you're emoting. You're you're reaching into yourself and your soul. You're crying. You're angry. You're, you're doing all these things. But then these guys that take it to this level where they go like I'm just going to reconstruct my whole body, physical transformation, yeah. eat nothing but protein shakes, and like that's a whole that's like Olympic athlete level. Like if these work out twenty three hours a day. Yeah, right, if yeah. they turn to that, like you know, energy on so, so, curing cancer or something like that, you know what I mean? Wow, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I find some actors to be just uh, they're um, amazing individuals. I, you I want just, to talk I, about transformative actors? Badly. Look at uh, uh, I was gonna say most transformative yeah. actor that you can think of, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. For me, okay, that's one. Sure, Hank, what do you got? Jim Carrey and Man on the Moon, most transformative actor, Christian Bale for everything he's ever done. Oh yeah, I've never I seen never a guy go like, from one extreme to the other like he, like true. he does or has. The fighter was it the movie The yeah. Fighter where he yeah, yeah. The, or when he the uh, thing that one and then there's the one where he played um oh my god it was a political thing um he played an American politician oh uh, not American anyway. Psycho no not that um but that's in that's that's also on the list of things that make him transformative but anyway yes. Yeah. Christian Bale for uh, most transformative actor. All right. Have we had enough of Roadhouse? <laughs> One more thing. Yeah. Before yeah. we get off it, though. Uh, sure. Both director Doug Lehman and Jake Gyllenhaal are very pissed at Amazon because of this. Why? They are not letting it go to theater. It is going directly to streaming. Wow. Well, if, if Amazon's paying for Walmart it. anymore. <laughs> hey but the amount of stuff that now i haven't seen a lot of prime video content but look at the amount of netflix stuff and even some of the disney stuff that's turning up on home media lately yeah like direct so to their have service we, have we seen an amazon made film that's what i mean has theatrical release? i haven't mm, not sure i'm not sure <laughs> like a, like a uh silver spider uh cheney he did he played dick cheney thank you for that uh i couldn't think of his go. name thank really you. yeah yeah, yeah. Have a look for that. Have a look at the uh, look it up when we go off tonight, and you'll see, see. still of that. Yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So moving on from uh, Roadhouse, uh, going on to oh, this is a cool story. Mm -hmm. This is pretty uh, crazy. So the apparently impossible Tetris for NES has yeah. been beaten for the first time in 34 years by a 13 year old phenom. That's pretty cool. Yeah. A uh, 13-year-old kid, Willis, who goes by the screen name Blue Scooty, or uh, right. real name Willis Gibson, uh, he was the first to pull it off, uh, and it saw him reach level 157 before hitting what is called the final skill or final kill screen. Yeah, so, where the game just stops working. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, I did see, uh, I saw a video on this, uh, IGN covered this one, and they said, now, conceivably, somebody else could surpass that, and they could get to, and they, they said the number, yeah, 255, where the game would roll over and go back to level one. Yeah. But that's never happened before. No. Crazy. I love that they give him a Shawshank quote there. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I got a comment from Red here. It says, one of my friends from the United States is this kid's mother. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> Excuse me. But, so, yeah. Uh, the video uh, of him actually doing it is available online. We've got it linked in the show notes. Yeah, it's around 43 minutes long, but you can actually watch him go through and get to uh, where he Twitch. got. It was a Twitch stream or something. Something like that, yeah. And he That's, loses uh, his mind. Cool. <laughs> they, the talk, end, they, they talk about this thing about the that apparently there's a new, the way that they're playing it, there's something technique. to do with the control. And I was trying to put my brain around this. Do you understand this thing that they're talking about? This it's called rolling, and no, I don't. It's it's yeah, they're like it's almost like drumming. So instead of yeah. like okay. I, I, I seen a, a guy on TikTok explain it was like the human finger can only move this fast. The fastest person on earth can only go there's like a top speed. Oh, but sure. If you sure. roll your fingers, you can quadruple yeah. that speed. And that's oh, what these kids using are doing. all four fingers on the pad that's on the deep and rolling them. Like, do you remember? Uh, do you guys either of you have an Atari 2600? I used to be had a game one called Decathlon. Do you remember Decathlon? Oh, yeah, 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 you yeah, had yeah, to, yeah. Okay, you had to roll the, the, the stick back and forth. I used to wear a thing right. in my palm. It used to like, and I, I learned uh, that if you flipped the thing over on your knee and held the controller yep. and wiggled yep. the controller instead of the stick, you the could stick. go way faster. Because the stick used to actually like wear a blister in my palm from that game. Was so like I, I imagine it yield in the arcade with a these lighter. kids have like done a body hack. That's really yeah. cool. Look at that! It's Zazel's Clubhouse. I was just talking about Zazel's Clubhouse that uh, I was hanging out in in uh, Zazel's Yo, the other day. Up? Nice to see uh, see you over here, Zazel. Welcome to uh, Random Fandom Tuesday night. Although for you, I think it's sometime Wednesday morning. Uh, probably pretty early for you, but thank you for stopping by. I always appreciate it. Um, yeah, so we've gotten the Tetris. Uh, Tetris crashed, killed for the first time in, what'd you say, 30, 34 years? years. Awesome. Yes, Wednesday morning indeed. Excellent. All right, where are we going next? Uh, next, we're going to Todd McFarlane. Uh, he is getting to the point where he wants this movie made. And he is considering options that if he has to go outside Hollywood, he will. I'm getting um, to the point where this is right up there with my Robotech movie and my He-Man mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. What is going on? Because like, is it ever going to people before. on my birthday? I dragged them to the original Spawn movie and I had to apologize yeah, yeah, yeah. to people after. <laughs> you know what? I watched the original Spawn movie and of course I am a Michael Jai White fan. So it never, it didn't never bothered me. I liked it. Yeah. I, I probably should watch it again, but I remember going, Oh my goodness! In the theater, it was all Kate. Listen, that whole movie was. It was. You had Michael Jai White. You had Martin Sheen. And you had John Leguizamo. So I mean, like Leguizamo. I feel like it was a pretty good. You got a pretty good cast. I would say Leguizamo pretty much stole that role. Wow! Like, yeah, that is really the only thing that stands out in my head. When as soon as you said that, I went, "Oh yeah, he was the clown, and it was dope." Because I would I have never like, picked him for that role, but he nailed it. Well, yeah. And I mean, I would be inclined to offer it to him again if he wanted it. You know, yeah. he's still 
he's still like hella good. Yeah. Yeah. Going to outside yeah. investors. Does Hollywood want to invest in? I think it probably has a lot to do with that whole, oh, by the way, I'm going to make this movie and I need 100% creative control. Yeah. I don't think many studios are willing to do that. And I mean, you think a guy like this could maybe just go, hey, let's crowdfund this. Everybody give me 10 bucks. I'll make a spawn movie. And that he wouldn't get a billion dollars. Has anybody yeah, ever really done I that? Mean, That's a and he owns the property, so it's not like he's breaking any. No, you know, he's not. He's not violating studio any intellectual property point. law. Right. Exactly. Wasn't Bloomhouse attached to this not too long ago? Yeah, uh, they are that. still technically attached. They are. Okay. Um, as of our airing, uh, there is supposed to be a script getting delivered to Todd from Bloomhouse. Um, okay. But he hasn't seen it yet. So. Uh, the animated if, films were incredible the the hbo stuff oh man yeah that was like what two or three three seasons of of anime yeah, yeah 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 i think i've still oh, I, i've still got them on dvd nice i'll have to dust those off yeah i mean listen i i like todd mcfarlane i, I think he's a great artist you know he's built an, his own empire uh, around uh, you know his his work, which includes obviously his toy brand now, which has just mm. made a huge resurgence. He's, yeah. de he's definitely the poster boy for how to make it in 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 the nerd world. You know, like he's built an empire yeah. where except when he's have. talking about except when he's talking about women. Oh, he's crazy arrogant. I you know there's there's a uh, lot of yeah. Don't talk <laughs> there's about a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole uh, Wonder Woman Sheridan, thing or whatever. I went to Sheridan for animation. I, I like everybody's picking artists and write, make a mirror. Sure, sure. Sub, you know, subject of study, and people were like Van Gogh, and I was like Todd McFarland. I didn't know anything yeah, about yeah. him personally. I just knew he was Canadian, and that I wanted to work for him one day. <laughs> but, I just don't know if I could, you know, if I was the head of a of a huge, you know, multi billion dollar movie studio, I just don't know if I would give a guy who has no film experience or very yeah. little film experience yeah, yeah yeah here's the keys like yeah you gotta you gotta show me something you gotta prove something you know like get a gig why todd mcfarlane would stand a better chance of getting his movie made if he did a kevin smith and just started directing random episodes of like genre television do sure. a couple episodes let people see your work and what you can do and then maybe you'll get some backing but like just you know stamping your feet and going it's mine I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Does that mean I do I not do I want a new Spawn movie? Yes. Yeah, I think I kind of do. I kind of do. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I almost mean, issue three fifty. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of story to choose from. Uh, Zazel, I haven't picked up any Image Comics in decades. Is anything other than Spawn being published? That's a question for you guys. I I couldn't answer that. What do you yes. got? Hey? Uh, yes, and lots yeah. of stuff. Lots and lots of stuff. They are, they're still top five going, you know, in the, you know, yeah. it's not nothing like the heyday when, you know, I, I personally was hook, line and sinker and bought five of every issue and thought, Oh my God, I'm going to be rich one day. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like the heyday where they would publish literally your grandma could write on a napkin and they would put an image stamp on it, put it out. Oh, yeah. She could draw off faster than Will's Portatio. 
but <laughs> still waiting for Wildstorm number three to come out, and it's been th- oh, thirty wow. years. <laughs> isn't hasn't what isn't there some like joke. legal thing with Wildstorm though about over who they owns? Got the tied up with DC somehow. Yeah, yeah. I think they got bought. And then they, I mean, into it. a lot of people were trying to build empires, and I think a lot of high tone personalities got together in the front in, in the beginning and thought we can actually just give the big F you to Marvel and DC. And then I think there was just too many competing egos. If you read the, the behind the scenes stuff, like, uh, like Rob Liefeld, like if you're listening, sorry, Rob, <laughs> he thought he was God. <laughs> and a lot of these guys had a very similar yeah. account to their self-worth and very few have made it to the level of that, that Todd here made it to. Uh, right. Savage Dragon was the cool. Oh, sorry, I'm reading a comment there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me get. Let right. me get that. Savage Dragon yes. was a cool concept. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it's still going. Is it not? It's still going. Yeah. yeah. But is it? It's transferred from the original Dragon now to his son Malcolm. Oh, oh crazy! I did cool. not know that. So like, it was it such a fresh take on the Hulk. Because that's. I mean, yeah. literally, it was the yeah, Hulk, yeah. but it was such a fresh take on it. Let's make him a cop. Let's make him like, you know, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Ultra violent too for the time. Like that's pretty commonplace nowadays, but yeah. it was pretty violent comic for the time. But well, a lot was of images stuff about... these days is like uh, more geared towards the almost indie style. Yeah. So like, there's no okay, yeah, consistency in what you're going to get from book to book. Like it wasn't could be fantasy, there. it could be anything. Wasn't there a thing recently? When, when I say recent, I mean in the last year or two over the rights to the Angela character. Uh, no, what happened there was uh, they had sold the rights for her to Marvel. Um, right. Well, there was some weird deal. Um, that and then they Marvel could use got her the rights. Something and Marvel sold the rights to Image for one character that they wanted over there. Oh, okay, okay. So like a mutual deal. We need it. We need one of your characters. We'll give you this one in exchange. <laughs> Trading uh-huh. characters. Yeah. <laughs> so when she showed up, she was actually we'll considered you the, the entire Squadron Supreme for the real Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. Oh, wait, isn't that who something's getting litigated right now? Somebody just DC just claimed an entire team. Hmm. No, they just claimed a character. Um, um, it's a computer-based character. Uh oh. Machine Man. DC just oh. claimed Machine Man from Marvel saying that uh, it, it's their character uh, because it spun out of the 2001 A Space Odyssey comic adaptation. Hmm. Yeah, which apparently they oh. published. I just heard Machine that. Man. I just read that the other day. I feel like yeah. I feel like I ha- I feel like I read him in the 70s and the 80s in Spider-Man as a Spider-Man. Yeah. And that Maybe. would have been a Marvel comic before that mm-hmm. ever happened yeah. although i guess yeah, 2001 yeah. happened in the late 60s though it could we could have been yeah, yeah yeah i mean have you ever heard the story about swamp thing and sorry go ahead i was gonna say uh zazel says i always like the look of grifter as well that was pretty cool pretty cool face mask. i like grifter as well yeah face mask and a trench coat mm-hmm. pulpy sorry hank you were saying Oh, just the way that uh, there's there's a really famous story about Swamp Thing and Man Thing, where oh, yeah, uh, yeah. two different character, two different artists that lived in the same apartment, 
claim to have yeah. independently created those characters and not known that their best friend and roommate was working on that <laughs> was doing the exact one same for Marvel, thing, one yeah. for DC. They both came out at the same time. They're both ostensibly the same character, but it was a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, really. So All I'm right. Sure well, coincidences. Our spawn exist. movie way off the rails there. <laughs> that's right. Uh, coming back around to spawn. Um, will yes, the movie get made or not? I don't know. I think regardless, it will get made. Um, and then we'll just have to see how how uh, I don't want to say it. I don't want to be pessimistic. I was going to say we'll see how bad it is. Um, mm. I shouldn't say that. Hopefully, it is good. Hopefully, it is good. Hopefully, it gets made before uh, before you know. Well, the collapse of theaters. Before, yes, yeah. Disney before nobody Davis wants to go to the theater. Yeah, yeah. Until <laughs> all one, one, Disney. Davis <laughs> Okay, moving on. All right, next one. Uh, so Marvel's Thunderbolts has lost Walking Dead star Stephen Yen. Yeah, um, this was our sentry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rumored to be, yeah, by, uh, I guess it was slipped out by Robert Kirkman saying he would be sure. playing the sentry. Um, yeah, they haven't, uh, they haven't announced if anybody will be replacing or if the character will still be there. But uh, it hasn't started filming yet, so there's still time to do that. Oh yeah, um, okay. is this this has something to do with uh, the Walking Dead? Is that right? Is uh, he he's from the Walking, Walking Dead, Dead. Yeah, yeah. So something to do with, like apparently he's going back to that show, or something with that show is interfering with. Maybe I don't know. Uh, he's 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 deceased on that show. Oh, they had his maybe brain he's getting uh, by Spike Matt. <laughs> maybe he's going to be zombified. I don't know. Or they could maybe. make a. Um, I mean, there's what is there five Walking Dead shows going on right now? It's oh, easy I, to say yeah. there could oh, be a prequel or something like that going on. Oh, that's entirely yeah, entirely true. Yeah, because there's the main dead. one, Walking Dead, which is done. Uh, then there was Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, then there's Daryl Dixon. Um, right. His death I is one of the most disturbing more. things I've ever seen on television. Actually, <laughs> it's it, it's viscerally gory. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it's unneeded, but yeah, it's it's horrible. Yeah, so I mean, it, I never pictured so, him as Sentry anyway, but then I never really had like, oh, I have this fantasy casting for that character in my head, right? So you did uh, or did I? Was, I didn't. No, it's not one guy. Oh, I okay, that's fair. Yeah, awake at night and go, oh, Sentry. Uh, wouldn't it be? Yeah, crazy? this not this isn't a character that I've really put any thought into. Like, oh, who do right, I want? Exactly. Sentry. So it doesn't break my heart, but at the same Henry time, Cavill. oh, oh, yeah. Why'd you go and say that? Yeah, but, but Henry Cavill. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Watch him in everything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, neither neither Marvel Studios nor uh, Yen has given a statement as to why he's left. So interesting. Uh, you know, it, it's okay. I mean, Thunderbolts. Do we even have a time frame for Thunderbolts yet? Uh, not yet. No. But it was so, supposed to start filming this year at some point. Oh well, I mean, we've had fastball switches with actors before that have worked out. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's probably easier to replace an actor than it is to pivot your entire story. You know, like the whole Kang thing. So, yeah, this could be this could be an easy fix. Oh, uh, Zazel says a century was pushed as such a big deal for a while. There really was. That's true. Like during the was whole, that, uh, what was it? This uh, whole uh, claustrophobia or uh, agoraphobia thing. That was a pretty big deal for a while. 
That's yeah. like they needed him to stop the Hulk or something. No, well, at one point he ripped Carnage in half. Oh, not I'd like yes, to see you. <laughs> it was a big part of the Dark Avengers too when Norman Osborn took over the world. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. But yeah. he was still of the impression that he was still on the side of angels. So the original right. Iron Patriot. But we'll see where that goes. Absolutely. All right. So um where Let's are we talk going? toys. All right, we're going to toy news. Toy news of the week. By the way, the toy news uh, she keeps a rolling, and uh, mm. stuff is was literally dropping uh, in the lead minutes up to tonight's before. show minutes before. So we may not get to it all, and if we don't, we'll get to it next know, week. I don't know if I can save my rant that long. <laughs> all right, let's That's get to the first. Let's get to the first item this week. Oh look, uh, it's coming the out of the, the uh, Super Seven reaction. Son we got some Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I want to rant about tonight. Yeah, we could segue there. Um, All right, well then. But so far, Super 7 has just added the sacred statue and a new colorway for the formidable fighter. So, I mean, I am not a reaction figure guy. I, for one, no. do not, living in Canada, and Zazel, you can appreciate this because the Canadian dollar and, and the Australian not dollar. Not at 20 bucks a pop, man. Pretty close. No. Exactly. Walking into a Toys R Us here in Canada and play and paying twenty one or twenty two dollars for a three and three quarter action figure is nuts. Yeah, you know, not when it. I can buy the Daniel Russo at a candy store for four bucks. Like it's not, it's just not. <laughs> I'm going to spend my money differently, man. And no, no disrespect to anybody that wants to to jam on these. No, and, no, you collect the way you want to collect. You do, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just not my bag. The price point is way too high for what you get, in my opinion. It is. It's not for me. Um, and if I wanted all my figures to be Star Wars figures, I would just, you know, buy Star Wars figures. Like, that's what I would and do. And I have drooled over the Robotex. I have gone, oh man, should I spend? Yeah, yeah. It's, and I did, I, I did, I was at a convention and a vendor had the uh, all three uh, uh, VF series uh, Veritex and the same size as the action figure. <laughs> you got an SDF one, the same size so as, a, as, a, as a battle pod, right? Like, Right. I did buy all yeah. those, but I got them for like they're like ten bucks a piece or something. I'm like, that's yeah, sold. That's I'll buy them all. That's more like I'll the price point I would expect. Like, yeah. right? Yeah. I would do that. The I, I love the card art on these because these are essentially reprints yeah. of some of the classic, classic books. Like that cover for the fighter. That's the red box cover right there. Yeah. And I mean, well, who does the Dungeon you know, Master's Guide? I think exactly the DMG. Yeah, yeah. Um, they look totally cool. Yeah, they're fantastic card art. They got their um, shit. They got their their game is down, right? They're they're doing great. They, they do. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to take a minute and talk about? Can I just get this off my chest because it just kills me? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, by the way, God. I'll buy all your old stuff if you want. <laughs> Super seven, like Super seven tonight, at like about five thirty, somewhere between five and six. Just put up a, a promo and a pre order for their first wave in their Ultimates line for Dungeons and Dragons cartoon figures seven inch scale um and up for grabs we've got sheila we've got uh hank and we've got a uh, two pack of uh um uh, uh spirits what the hell are they called the black spirit guys vengers oh. uh right hand uh, uh oh my god i can't remember his name that's how angry i am <laughs> <laughs> and uh there was a, a skeleton guy uh, who was uh, uh, in one of the episodes? Now I do like that. Can you screen share any images? Do you I any images? just I don't even I don't even have 
do I have a picture? I might be able to do that. Just a second here. I'm going to find it. Hang on. Super 7 Ultimate. There we go. Let's get to the Ultimates. Here we go. Let's let's see if I can bring this over here. I don't want your coming soon news. I just want to share this dang thing. Okay, here we go. Um, present share screen. I want this tab. Here we go. So I'm going to share this up here. Here we go. We are getting. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. There we go. Dungeons Dark and Dragons Avenger. Ultimates Wave 1. Um, we've got Hank the Ranger. We've got Dekion, or I think that's a misprint. I think it's supposed to be Dekon, the Skeleton Warrior, Sheila the Thief, and the Shadow Demons. Mm. Um, oh, nice. These are coming to us in, uh, um, like I said, they're uh, seven Oh, wow. Scale. He's great. Seven inch. Now, this is a, this is a rendering. Uh, it's a rendering, but on their Facebook, on their social media, there's a, what looks like there's a group shot of them and they look to be pre-production samples maybe because Sheila's holding her cloak and it is a soft goods cloak. Oh, but here's our, here's our Hank, the Ranger. Now, extra hands the thing in case that, one breaks off in the pack. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> the thing that's bothering me, what did I do? I lost it. The thing that's bothering me about these is that, I mean, I'm sure you remember not that long ago that we were, we just got inundated with the Hasbro cartoon figures and they did the mm -hmm. entire main cast, including Venger and the dungeon master. And depending on where you were, you may or may not have had to struggle to find them all as yeah. I did, because one of them was a target exclusive and we don't have target here in Canada. So I had to get the dungeon master and Venger from Toys R Us, yada, yada, yada. Now, the figures themselves, um, they they look good. Certainly the sculpts are nice, but the articulation on them, and that, I'm talking about the Hasbro ones, is terrible. Quality control issues on them, terrible. Figures that are breaking right out of the box. Hank can't yeah. even hold his own bow properly. At the same time, I was happy to have them. Thinking we'd never get cartoon figures in another form factor. And here we are just a couple of months later and because uh, the second wave only came out in uh, 2023 mm. and uh, super seven doing open the ultimates. And the thing that kills me about this is I'm trying to figure out, I'm still trying to mentally unwrap how they even got there. As I go down the rabbit hole of who owns what. Mm. So follow me yeah. here because we've got, we've got dungeons and dragons, uh, owned by Hasbro. Hasbro outright owns Dungeons and Dragons. But then it's like, well, these are based on the cartoon. Well, the cartoon was made by the old Marvel uh, Marvel Productions, which ended up going to Fox, which is now owned by Disney. Well, that's funny because, you know, as a Star Wars The Black Series collector and as a Marvel Legends collector, we all have seen the packaging you flip over any Star Wars Black Series figure and right beside your Hasbro logo is a giant Disney logo. Yeah. Um, I checked the packaging for all my Hasbro Dungeons and Dragons cartoon figures. There's not a single Disney logo on them. <laughs> so I'm still uncertain who owns the rights to the cartoon because I couldn't, I'm having a hard time imagining that Hasbro said, sure, sure, do this. At the what same was the time, studio? what was the animation studio? Marvel Productions. For sure mm. it was. Yeah. For sure it mm. was Marvel Productions. Yeah. It was Toei Animation that did it, but 
through Marvel Productions. Hmm. Um, at the same time, Super 7 is also making G.I. Joe and Transformer action figures. So yeah, who's to say they're, they're what, what is and what isn't? I don't know. Hmm. I don't but know. The price but anyway, point, though, 55 U.S. dollars per figure. Oh, and if you Bro. order the entire wave, if you order the entire wave, they're going to throw you a bonus pack of some extra... Uh, there's an extra, I think, head, and uh, Hank gets an extra bow, like a glowing, uh, full-on glowing energy bow, and some other other accessories for the the first wave. But you've got to order the entire first wave. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Get, shop the full More. wave and get an exclusive super pack. See if we can get the super pack. Oh, it's not going to show me what the bone. Oh, here. Maybe you can see the... So yeah, we get the, the uh, dark bow. Glow, yeah, extra sword, extra power ring. It's not a lot. No, but but you got what are they? Fifty-five times four. Fifty-five U.S. Two hundred and two hundred and twenty bucks U.S. plus exchange. You're talking almost three hundred dollars after tax, shipping. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a it's wow. a tough one to swallow. It is, is a tough joking? one. No. Absolutely not. No. I went nuts because I never thought I would get a Conan, like a, a Arnold Schwarzenegger Conan action figure. Super 7 right. got a license for that. So I bought a bunch mm -hmm. of those. I struggled to get all the Hasbro D&D cartoon figures. I don't know if I can do it again, even though I would say just based on what I'm looking at, if Super 7 delivers an action figure that matches those renderings, I would say that these are probably going to be better figures. Who knows? If they do more characters from the series, I might uh, go in on that, but I don't know. Anyway, that's my rant. Sorry. Thank you for letting me have that. Thank you for letting me have that. I'm sorry. And then that's the problem, right? Like if you don't commit right now, chances are you're not going to get that bonus pack in the after, like once they've no. hit shelves. No, absolutely. Like, oh my God. We've got a whole thing going on here boys. in the chat. We've got a whole thing in the chat here right now. Let me just check know in each we got, other there. We got Zazel. I have very few reaction figures. Space Commander loves getting the G.I. Joe ones because he's an OG Action Force fan. And he really digs the five point uh, five point articulation uh, nature of these figures. Have Andre the Giants two figures. Uh, and then nice. we've got uh, TJC. Get the cheers to Zazel. Uh, Zazel back at that. We got Gaz. We got Gaz coming in tonight. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Nice. That's awesome. And it looks like everybody's just having a great old time. Gaz says Marvel owned the rights to the D&D cartoon. CBS bought the rights to the air of the cartoon. Hasbro must have bought them back. It's a weird, it's this weird thing. Like that may in fact be true. So if Hasbro owns the whole thing outright, this one just is a head scratcher because they have to be aware. Hasbro has to be aware of how badly the, the cartoon figures, the Hasbro ones were uh, in the, in the fan community. Maybe this is like a, a knee-jerk reaction to that let's hand it over to the smaller more niche company and let them produce a more boutique yeah uh boutique uh, uh property or a boutique product i guess maybe maybe mm. yeah i mean all right it's it's tough they never release their numbers like they used to you know you don't know how many figures they produce in a line realistically anymore it's like or at least it's tough to dig for that you know yeah 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 uh, so red saying uh how well did they do like i don't know 
I don't know. Now there were some of the wave, uh, wave two figures actually today I was in a GameStop and I saw wave two figures still on the shelf. So, and I mean, they've been out yeah. for months. So, yeah. I mean, what's, what's funny is I struggled to get them because I'm the type of guy that if I want something, I need to get it when it hits the shelf because there is no guarantee it will be Not there anymore. tomorrow. Well, yep. no, that's true. So, yeah, I don't know where this is going to land. I, I, hopefully they're good. I hope that people like them. I just can't stand that price point. It's so hard. It's, it's crazy. All right. Let's move on. What do we got next, Andy? Uh, this next one, the price point's actually not too bad. Um, Hasbus, or Hasbro has announced their Ghostbusters Frozen Empire figures. That's cool. So we're going to get another Ecto-1 uh, that comes with the Slimer, which features now Ecto Stretch Tech. Uh, <laughs> Slimer does or the car does? Slimer does. So what? He's uh, like a squishy. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit squishy, a little That's bit stretchy. So. Um, but if yeah. you go back to the 80, like the 80s Ghostbuster figures, and you yeah. remember, like you would get the ones that would go on their head. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. This is similar to that, except these stretch over the new figures. Right. Oh, so, okay. That's interesting. So it's a, a kind of throwback, but still going forward. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got the right. Ecto-1 with uh, with Slimer. What else we got? We've got, uh, we've uh, also got Callie and Gary, and they each come with a different ghost. So that's a uh, mom and boyfriend. Yep. That's a, uh, that's Paul Rudd. <laughs> it is a terrible likeness, but, uh, Oh man. <laughs> at the price point, these ones are definitely aimed to get kids playing. With but I was going to say, let's, let's take a look at these for what they are. These are definitely, are POA? it looks that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. They're slightly cartoonish, but still represent the movie characters. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And we also get Phoebe and Trevor. Phoebe and Trevor. Now the box art unmistakable. Mm-hmm. Looks like the, the actors. The figures, yeah. maybe not so much. <laughs> Those Still, proton packs are pretty nice looking. <laughs> but the weird thing is I'm the Trevor figure actually comes with Slimer again rather than a fifth ghost. Hmm. Is it the exact same Slimer as the uh as the as the, the actor one? I believe it is. Look. Do we know the price point on the figures? Uh, according so to one, I think this might be the Amazon US range. price, but $9.99 each. $9.99 oh, so you know US. Excellent. So that's, that, that's going to put them in the $15 range here in Canada. That's yeah. You could buy that for your kid and not worry if they, you know, like that's excellent. Yeah, yeah. I would buy them the whole line. Here's the whole thing. Here you right. go. Yeah, I'm totally with that. <laughs> they told, My only issue with the new movies is how on earth are kids lugging proton packs around? <laughs> Movie physics. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They now come with their own anti-gravity field. <laughs> Pretty soon they'll be flying. <laughs> I do like right. them. I mean, continuing me, on as an adult collector, if I bought these, they would they would occupy you know a space over there on the shelf with everything else. But yeah, they're cool. I like them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but each of the ghosts here materials. Each of the ghosts have, feature that ecto stretch tech that they're coining but uh oh sure yeah so you know memory you stretch each one over each figure oh, cool. i'm gonna be i i'm i can't wait to see these hit the street and people doing it i want to see what they look like <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they don't stretch them over anything else well you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah slimer does look cool yes he does 
<laughs> All right, you want to hit the next one? Yeah, let's hit the next one. All right, let's go to the next thing. Here All we right, go. Oh, this for seven for a minute. This came out earlier today as well. It did. Uh, Thundercats next wave, and again they're doing that thing. You buy the whole wave, you get that super pack. Yeah, here's a and this here's time another, it comes with multi, extra heads. Extra heads. And there it is. The the one thing that I don't like in uh, you know two things I don't like in action figures. I don't like transformers that don't transform, and I don't like translucent action figures. So that Mumra is not for me. Hmm. Still looks cool. He's just not for me. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the the? Do you remember how how much screen time did Child Liono actually get? I don't recall. Did yeah. He get like. <laughs> Was so it even little a that full, I don't recall. full episode? I mean, certainly issue one of the uh, Star Imprint comic book. He was a he was yeah. a kid in that for a couple of pages anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I there's only so many. It's not the biggest cast to plumb for multiple figures, though. You know, like you that's stretch true. It a little. That's true. But they've been doing good. I mean, we've, the, got, we've got a translucent bad guy and a young version of the main good guy. We're running out of figures. <laughs> yeah. You know, I haven't checked to be honest to know how far into the Thundercats that they are. Um, but certainly because remember, Thundercats started back at Mattel um on the old Masters of the Universe classics buck. Yeah, that's what they yeah. did the original Lion O. And I think they got Lion O and they get one or two other figures out after that, and then for whatever reason they could not do any more the scale of these seven inch yeah seven, seven inch, inch yeah. yeah yeah so mumra would be like eight nine inches there or i want to say that yeah he, i don't think he's quite that big it's just lino oh. is, is child lino so he's that much yeah, smaller yeah, I, know, I think yeah. he's pretty close to your your average uh right around seven inches that. to be honest yeah. yeah i get you i get you yeah. he might be a little bit bigger yeah if you want to jump ahead a slide there yeah um so, you know, young Lion-O, he comes with his accessories, a couple heads, couple swords, hands. Um, doesn't look too bad. You know what? I, I, no, I don't I not like it. It's just Thundercats for me. I mean, I, I have a few. You know where <laughs> I got bitten by the resurgence. When Thundercats got redone in 2011... The 2011 cartoon, that thing is freaking awesome. It is. Yeah, and, it's a uh, great the, show. The toys that they did for that, I I went in on a bunch of the figures for that line. And I still have them. I, I quite like them. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, flip us again here. And we've got the translucent Mumra, who is Mumra, the Dream Master Dream version. Master. So this has got to be episode specific. Yes. Uh, apparently he entered their dreams in an effort to try and get rid of them at one point. Uh, I believe so, that. Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. Remember, Lionel is the only is the only uh, uh, hero from your childhood that needed to phone the rest of the team to come and rescue him every episode, right? That's why he got the signal. <laughs> yeah, right. And are these at that like fifty five dollar price point? Or they will they? be. Yeah, uh, they will be as well. Yeah, Lionel, Snarfy, and uh, Quick Pick are at the fifty five. But unfortunately, Mumra will be clocking in at 75. Oh, because wow. he's a, a deluxe. bigger deluxe. Yeah, he might yeah. be bigger than so figure. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Excuse me. Go ahead. One more here. One more. Yeah. And we've got Snarfer, who I honestly have no recollection of. Is this, this isn't Snarf. This is somebody else. This, this is, is Snarfer, who is apparently Snarfer. Snarf's cousin. Or no, I'm sorry. Nephew. My bad. Nephew. 
so it's the snarf head just reused on a, a what on it's 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 snarf <laughs> yeah it's another yeah snarf. yeah he looks good with the like uh, george jetson hat on though it's pretty cool <laughs> oh you mean like nightmare on thundercat street exactly yeah, yeah. a little <laughs> bit right. a little away. bit but i mean look at all the extra accessories hasbro <laughs> Yeah. I know, I know, but again, I mean, where are we at now? I just bought, I bought, uh, I bought Black Series figures today. Where are we at? We're at uh, 30, 33 with a, with an $33, 33.29 uh, Canadian dollars for, yeah, and that's a standard release. Oh, yeah, with an edge card. But I mean, yeah. does anybody shop at GameStop without an edge card? They better not. You will be soon. Oh, I'm I trying know, to hit platinum for loyalty. <laughs> I'm trying to hit platinum. Do it fast, man, because the loyalty program is changing this year. Yeah. Is it? But we do yeah, have one more Thundercat here. Oh, yeah. He's not really a cat. He's like a. Yeah. I, I'm not sure about this a, one. His name's Quick Pick. Like a cricket. Uh, and yeah, I, yeah. again, I have no recollection of this guy either. No, I don't either. It's been a while since I've watched the series, and I've got the whole thing on DVD. Man, I got to rewatch this. But yeah, you buy all four, you get the the uh, bonus pack, and yeah, buy the whole wave right now and get the pack. Okay, four meager heads, yeah. only three hundred dollars. This the next one. I saw this today, and I was like, "This is pretty cool." This is um, neat. This next one. This comes out of left field. Neca doing a line of uh, of uh, again six inch uh, uh, figures based on the classic Ben Cooper Halloween costumes. Yeah, dope. What's funny is that it it doesn't it doesn't you know stray too far from them as most of them are Universal monsters which they already have a license for anyway. So that's yeah. cool. But like these, I'm um, for like you know kids who are or grown-ups i guess who are doing like action figure photography and stuff yeah you can finally have kids running down the street for a halloween oh, seriously scenario. yeah, that's yeah absolutely because like each, each of them comes with either a pumpkin or a trick-or-treat bag uh says they're going to be roughly six inch scale uh standing approximately six inches tall so they're going to yeah, be some tall little, kids they are they're going to be some tall kids. but if you use some force <laughs> perspective you could probably pull it off yeah for sure i definitely had that that frankenstein costume when i was a kid at some point I was the looking checkered, at them thinking the I might have been that skeleton once for. Yeah, <laughs> I've so, I've definitely seen the devil. I've seen yeah, that I've seen devil, the devil in the neighborhood before, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but I did do a lot um, of LSD in the eighties. So. The amount of I'm just looking at these, and it's like the the way that the vinyl, because uh, these are supposed to be representative of the vinyl costumes that we mm -hmm. all wore. Mm -hmm. yeah. They have about the same amount of mobility <laughs> as the ones we yeah, wore. Yeah. None of them ever had a crotch by the end of the night. I mean, or I no, was no, they're all tore right out. Yeah, right, exactly. What's cool? I did some reading about uh, the Ben Cooper company, and and when they were when they finally went out, they were bought by Rubies. So uh, Rubies must have a, a their stamp of approval on this uh, for them to be doing this. But it's super Very cool. cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Rubies or Ben Cooper, I should say. Ben Cooper also did uh, you know a bunch. They did Masters Universe. They did Star Wars costumes. I wonder if that opens up. I mean, could they, could they backdoor it and and do? Could we get this like a Star Wars version of Maybe. this? Maybe. I don't know if uh, cool. Hasbro would probably try and uh, put a stop to that, but who knows? Uh, I had a know. green Spider-Man when I was a kid. I know that. 
Really? <laughs> knockoff. Oh, yeah. Green. <laughs> I was super disappointed when they brought that home. <laughs> it's okay that it's not screen accurate. Yeah, really. But these ones here, they'll be shipping in May of 2024. So not too long to wait for them. And exclusively at specialty retailers. Like, you know, you know that's funny that they say that uh, shipping to specialty retailers. But I mean, what is Toys R Us considered a specialty retailer in Canada? Because they're it's carrying neck. Yeah. 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 Well, I they mean, it's behind the, the, <laughs> the behind the counter. Yeah. The behind off, the yeah. counter. Yeah. yeah. The you can't touch it. <laughs> section of toys r us you have to pay for it here you can't go to the regular register with the please that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but i got news for them if you hold it above your head and walk through that gate it doesn't that's right it doesn't, doesn't go off that's right. it's just like it's just like taking books out of the library hack your security <laughs> happy halloween <laughs> but that does bring us to our next thing oh my gosh wait a second here Wait, is it, is it time? Is it time? Oh my God, time to fire up the machine. Oh, wow. Loading lexicon. Generating responses. Responses ready. Lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con. Get ready. Here we go. All right, it is time for this week's edition of Lexicon, the uh, word game where I present you with a completely nonsensical sounding word uh, that is absolutely real, and I give you three definitions with which you must select the correct one. However, if I've done my job correctly, I will have pulled off the con, and you will not guess it correctly. Would you like to know what this week's word is? What do you got? Mm -hmm. All right, this week, our uh, funny word is... Brannigan. Brannigan. Not the Laura. <laughs> or, or Zap. <laughs> Zap <right>. Brannigan. <laughs> Lila. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gaz. <laughs> I like that. Gaz, would you like to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I worked really hard to get that the, uh, robot voice. Oh, I hope it, I hope it translates well <laughs> wherever you're watching. All right, so uh, option number one, definition number one, if you uh, if you so choose, you have a 1920s American slang term for drinking spree. That is a definition number one. We're going on a uh, Brannigan. Or, it's right. Be careful how much Brannigans you do. Uh, <laughs> you could also uh, have definition number uh, two. A noisy quarrel. That's option number two. Or we have uh, a definition a number three. Anglicized from the Gaelic, Obran again, a boy's name that means raven. So there you go. You've got uh, a drinking spree, uh, a fight, or uh, a kid named Raven. My game is rusty. Be, uh, the fight be included in the drinking spree? <laughs> and then <laughs> I don't know, as a result, from some the other. kid gets called Raven. <laughs> <laughs> did you call me a did you call me a Brannigan? That's my name. <laughs> I I was just going to say, I've never heard it as a name, but we actually instantly went to two people's names. True. Oh, did when we? Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's we, true. Yeah, right? we did. Uh, we last did. names. Sure. That's true. That's so true. I think it feels like it could mean either one or two to me, but I'm going to go with three. Yeah. Okay. So we've got Hank uh, Hank locking in at uh, number three, the ang anglicized from the Gaelic O'Brannigan, a boy's name that means raven. 
Andy, where are you at? I'm I'm stuck between one and two. One and but two. But I'm thinking uh, I'm going to go with number one. An American slang term for drinking spree. All right, checking in on the on the chat. We've got Gaz coming in at uh, number one. That's also uh, 1920s American slang for drinking spree. And then Azazel, who's like, well, if Gaz says one, I'm going with one. <laughs> Let's go on a brand again. Well, listen, um, you know, as I have done on previous episodes, sometimes I like to twist the rules a little bit. And oh. so, you know what? It didn't matter what you pick tonight. You're all a winner. Oh, one tonight. Wicked. It is all three of them. Yeah. A Brannigan is a brouhaha. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I knew it was a brouhaha. Basil says, uh, I'm down for a good old-fashioned Branny. <laughs> Count me oh, in. I think we might have our next t-shirt there. Count go. me in. That's right. Going on a Branigan. <laughs> All right. Red, late You can actually have a Branigan with Branigan while during a Branigan. That's right. <laughs> we could have a Branigan on the street, then go inside for a Branigan and finish the night right. by carrying Branigan home. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's been this week's edition of uh, lexicon come back next week and uh, i will have another nonsensical word uh, and hopefully we'll pull the con off next week all right andy it's back to you where are we going uh well you remember last week when uh, steamboat willie became public domain i do and kind of some companies just basically rushed to get their stuff out there Mm -hmm. well that infestation 88 has hit some backlash Uh-oh. Because apparently the number 88 is uh, tied with Nazi Germany. Oh, well, that's uh, that's worthy of backlash. Yeah. So apparently the 88 translates into HH or Hail Hitler. Okay. So uh, they put out an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <Can't help it. laughs> <laughs> you all we've all seen that meme this week haven't we yeah hey google yeah, yeah. show me steamboat willie with his veiny throbbing cock out because it's 100 percent legal <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh, but, sorry. Uh, nightmare forge games uh they wasted no time announcing that uh they were changing the name from uh, infestation 88 because yeah. it takes place in the 80s they're yep. now going to call it uh infestation origins Okay, that's fair. So, didn't the Nazis fair. have origins? Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, is everything offensive? Everything is I offensive at this point. Yes, I Maybe. had no idea that eighty-eight translated to HH to Me that degree. I I would. I thought it was that. Eric Lindros's number. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Eric Lindros was a Nazi. <laughs> He was right up until he was, they concussed it out of him. <laughs> right, right. Well, you should really, I guess, beat the brains out of a Nazi, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Where are we going with this? Punch a Nazi every time you see them. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they've, they're they recanting on their title. They're going to change their title. Does that yep. change anything else about about this? I don't think it changes anything else at the at this point, so but uh, do they get a you know. do they get a pass for correcting the mistake, or do we do we you know burn the witch? You know, I think they get a pass. Like they, they addressed it really like, quick. I hardly I think know. it was probably intentional. The eights right, look so like we, mouse ears to me, for God's sakes. Sure, for sure. So we're not going to cancel these guys. No, okay, that's fine. 
That's funny. like it said I in, the, in sure. their uh, Xed. They chose oh, right. the eighty-eight because of Do the symmetrical design, and it takes place in nineteen eighty-eight. Completely so. innocent, and that is a so. completely plausible story. <laughs> yeah, Fallout Four is like the Fantastic Four. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Reed Richards wasn't a Nazi. <laughs> no, that's 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 true. <laughs> that's right. All right. So, um, wow, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna keep going for a while. I'm sure it, it will. Oh yeah. Because if even the creator of Blood and Honey has said, you know, tread lightly. You're messing with the mouse. <laughs> that's right. Right. It's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you can only heard... push it so far. I don't know if anybody else heard this. Uh, I recently heard, and this is we're stepping laterally because you said blood and honey, but um, the the voice of Winnie the Pooh was the was the voice actor for many of Winston Churchill's famous speeches. No because way! Because he was too drunk to actually deliver them. Oh, look this up, boys. That's interesting. That's a cool story. I will look that up. Yeah, <laughs> that's very cool. All right. Um, are we done talking about the mouse? Yeah, for now. All right. There'll probably be a lot more to follow. This is this is an interesting one. I I've I've been lightly following this one. <laughs> I'm doing it. Zazel, you wrote that and I'm doing it in the voice. Oh bother. <laughs> That's what I said to Lauren. <laughs> I in my head. It was already there before I even we will... spoke. <laughs> hey Eeyore, we're going to grease the, the treads of our tanks with their entrails. <laughs> What do you think, Christopher oh, Robin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's always more fun when you guys are in the chat. <laughs> All right, the uh let's let's get to the Nintendo news. What do we got? Uh so it is predicted uh that the Switch 2 might arrive in 2024. Switch 2. Now this this came up the other day again uh ign reported that uh the likelihood is that this will not be a new platform it'll be an iteration of the existing switch yeah and i'm hearing Whether a much or much lower price point yeah yeah similar well, to I mean, like when they did the uh we the go DF from our... and then the 3ds hmm. i was thinking like you know when they life cycle this stuff right uh when i and i mean consoles um, you know, look at your bait, your large consoles, Xbox, PlayStation, you go from the, the, the full size format to the slim or to the smaller, uh, form factor. Sure. Right. Is that kind of what we're going to be seeing here? They've like, already done that with the switch. There's a the switch already, light oh, that oh, came out a couple of years that. ago. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, there are, <laughs> they're already pretty slim too. Like, it's like, where do you cut corners with something like that? Like the Xbox uh, with the five, or sorry, not the Xbox, the PlayStation with the five went the opposite direction. I need a pickup truck to store it on my shelf. Apparently, the have you seen the new one? The new five, the new one. They're yeah, the the five slim. Yeah. Oh, I have not. Oh, the the, the the five I have here is like, it is prominent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So very um, large. Let's see if I find some uh, here. Here's oh, switch to this what? Is a weird looking. Here's a weird looking. Um, oh, that's the digital. Where is it? What what color is the swatch? The swatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
is this oh maybe it's not out yet have they not i'm not sure if that's what i'm let me see if i can share this there let's look at that like does that is that the existing one right now with the the drive slot on it yeah is that just yes, disc sir. based and and digital hmm. uh yeah Oh, well, yes. I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. I thought that the uh, that they had already released the slim. But honestly, the the picture there does it. I mean, the controller is meaty, but that picture does it a disservice. It is a. I'm going to turn my camera to it. It's a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the uh, I've got a Series X in my uh, in my den, and that thing is literally a black brick. It's just a brick. Yeah, I um. I went through a few PlayStation, I can't, or uh, Xbox, I can't remember what model it was. I went through like three and six months, and then wow. I decided to jump ship. And I still have yeah. a functioning three and a four, although I'm rocking my oh, five yeah. now. Both my sure, three and sure. my four function perfectly. I, you know, I sat on my, I have an Xbox One that I tricked out with, uh, you know, expansion, a major expansion. There's a, a, a pretty hefty, uh, uh, laptop uh, memory uh, hard drive in there but everything i want to play is new gen and it just wouldn't run mm -hmm. on it so mm -hmm. it's that planned obsolescence thing that gets you if you're if you're yeah. a video gamer so what do you do and, and i already they make and i waited backwards compatible so it's really tempting yeah to right right forward. i just i waited we're we're what almost halfway through the life cycle of the series x and i just just bought one at the end the last quarter of 2023. Hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> just They're having a good me. old time, man. I love it. <laughs> That's a skit. If I ever saw one, that's gotta be on the, uh, on the, uh, the swatch, <laughs> bring back the watch games and call it the Nintendo swatch. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a swatch switch to what the switch is a great system. It just needs better hardware. Ah, oh, that's true. That is true. That's I mean, a skit the, Zelda, if I ever saw Zelda one. the game is killer. Branny after party. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a Branny. It's got now it's it's already colloquial. <laughs> I'm overdue for a good Branny. <laughs> Not even 10 minutes old, and the word is colloquial already. I love We're it. in it. <laughs> We're going Brannon. It's a Branny with the fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait wait that's it we're having the fannies in february the february 6th by the way just to remind everybody we're going to be doing the uh best of the best 2023 um where we Might are taking a poll we're taking a poll on all of our social media we want to know your picks uh for the best of the best in 2023 there are several categories there we want all your comments tell us what the your top three choices for all of the categories there then come back on uh, February 6th for Tuesday Night Random Fandom when we run through what I was calling the fannies, which may be now the brannies. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it will be if these guys show up. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Sorry, uh, getting back to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Um, an iteration. Yeah, we don't know when they're going to show it off yet, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some hints are saying that at the February Direct thing, they might actually bring it out oh that's cool i haven't been a nintendo fan probably since the uh what was it the the gamecube 
And mm-hmm. the only reason I was a fan then is because I could still play Rogue Squadron on it. Mm. But honestly, Nintendo has always been a a more family friendly platform, and and I'm not a hardcore gamer by any means. But just the titles that I want to play just aren't on Nintendo. No, they just aren't. I have emulators for a Super NES and the original NES, and so I have oh, a thousand cool. Nintendo games I never touch anyway. <laughs> right. So well, yeah, but I got the Switch. When you get the online thing, uh, there is a plus package, and you can get built-in emulators for the NES, the oh, Super oh, NES, oh, uh, yeah. the 64, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advanced, and I don't know if GameCube is on there yet, but there That's is like a crazy now, library to play. Wait, so that you're talking an emulator for the Switch? It's in. It's available. From the Nintendo. online e-store in Nintendo. This is from Nintendo. Okay, so we're gonna are we talking just first party Nintendo games then? Because like so. I would oh, not yeah, be able because... to play Rogue Squadron. No, that's true. No, that's what was it? Factor if five. I ever bought I one anymore. And like Lauren and I sort of look at them every once in a while and drool. It's because of that the that that new Zelda game. Or I guess it's not new anymore, but that's the Zelda latest game would make Zelda, me buy yeah. the system. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's what uh, well, Jedi Survivor did it for me. Too. Going to get my Xbox, play Jedi Survivor. And I did. Hmm. All right. Well, is that it for the Nintendo? Yeah, so far. Let's move on. All right. Moving on. So uh, Suicide Squad director David Ayer has said that he is now done with DC. Oh, because, because they don't, the they don't want to... Yeah, the studio has no interest in releasing his director's cut. That's unfortunate. If they did that, I would go back and watch it, probably for the first time since I saw it the first time. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't, it didn't really jive with me. Yeah. It didn't jive I was with me the say, first time. Did he start with DC? Because <laughs> I would like I mean, to see these director cuts movies like taking Deadshot and turning him into a hero was just not the right move for that. And I'm sure that, you know, we got Will Smith. We can't make Will Smith the villain. Well, Will Smith made himself a villain. You totally can. Yeah. Yeah. I just, the entire squad is made up of villains. That's the whole point. Yeah. 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 Never seen it. Probably won't. You never saw the original, like the theatrical cut. I saw, I saw like when this is what the second one, the first one would be the first one. Yeah, the oh, one really? with uh, Yeah. The one with the uh, terrible Joker and uh never saw it. I saw the one with the shark. Yeah, that's, that's the you. you know who voiced the shark? Hmm. Adrian. Oh yeah, yeah. Stallone. Stallone. yeah. Stallone was the voice of King But Stallone. I didn't know Will Smith wasn't in that one, was he? No, he no. was not. Yeah. They no, wasn't uh, replaced it, uh, him Idris with, Elba. Uh, yeah, Idris, uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. So I never yeah, I've man. never seen the first one then. Yeah, I mean, is it worth watching? You could watch it as an exercise, you know, in like, oh my god, like how to torque up a. I love car crash movies. <laughs> <laughs> you get to see Ben Affleck, uh, you know, get dragged around Toronto on the roof of a purple Lamborghini for one second. Yeah, oh, I've seen the clips of that actually. Yeah, it just—it's uh, such a small part Jared of the movie, Lito's but it was such a, for like thirty seconds. Right? Such a yeah, such a huge part of the marketing, and just wasn't really part of the movie. Yeah, not that I cared for his version of the Joker anyway. But well, the director Ayer has said that in his cut there is more of the Leto's Joker 
and you know, nobody's crying for it. I am a huge fan of directors getting their vision to screen. I mean, I was a huge fan of the Snyder cut. Say what you want about it. I liked it. Um, and it's the same thing when Highlander came out, the, 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 the cut that we got in North America was garbage. The Europeans got a, a the, the, the better cut. And eventually they, they did a home media release. They called it the, uh, Oh, what did they call it? Uh, well, it was called the director's cut, which is funny because it's not. It's the European cut. My point being, uh, director's cut, I would go back and watch it again just to see the differences. Hmm. I have five versions of uh, Blade Runner. Of Blade Runner, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Which one's your favorite? <laughs> I, I kind of like the, uh, the not finished version, actually. There's like a black and white no no special effects uh the yeah. sound dubbing yeah, yeah. is not correct yet it's pretty raw and great actually that's cool that's cool like the uh the black and white version of uh, mad max yeah all right well sorry to hear that david ayer is done with dc who knows maybe some year down the line look at what happened when uh when superman returns came out in 2006 at the same time, uh, they dug up all of the unfinished footage that they could find, and they stitched together the Richard Donner yeah. cut of Superman 2. So who knows? Maybe 30 years from now, we'll get the uh, the air cut of uh, the original Super uh, Super <laughs> Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Where are we going next? Uh, next, we're going to water. Uh, so Jaws star Richard Dreyfus is returning to shark horror, but not as the same character. No, uh, oh, okay. this okay. is a new movie called into the deep where a bunch of, uh, researchers go diving for stuff and then they end up having to fight off shark, but, uh, it will be released sometime in 2024, uh, directed by Christian Sesma, All right. uh, written by Josh Ridgway and Chad law. and scout taylor compton who played laurie strode in the rob zombie halloween remakes she's going to be in this <laughs> okay <laughs> um is this one of those movies that a guy like richard dreyfus makes because he needs a job uh maybe i don't know i want to see him in more i'm trying to this think of the last thing movie i saw, I saw him in yeah, yeah. mr holland's at this <laughs> krippendorf's tribe oh. oh my god that's gone way back uh yeah I honestly can't remember the last thing I saw. No. What about Bob? I have a problem with, I guess they're not, it's not a Jaws remake. I just have a problem with any, like going anywhere, even near Jaws, because it is such a, it's a perfect movie. Yeah, it is. It that is my number is one film of all time. Perfect movie. Yeah. Gaz says, wasn't he in that Piranha movie a few years ago? Got killed in the beginning. Oops. Spoilers. Yeah. I, I was Exciting. thinking the same thing is he's going to be Sam Jackson in that deep blue sea movie oh my god into the deep mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah deep blue <laughs> yeah 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 it's just there for like oh it's that guy from the other shark oh he's dead it's yeah. like what they did i mean back when steven seagal could still put butts in seats what they did to <laughs> yeah. him and uh, it turns in out that, kurt russell's uh, the star of this movie <laughs> that's right <laughs> steven seagal just went out the airlock what the hell i've got an airplane three minutes into it <laughs> that's right Oliver Platt, what? <laughs> he was on all the posters in all the trailers. <laughs> right. I remember that he was one of the first times I, like I had been hoodwinked. That's right. 
<laughs> Good thing I like to escape from New York. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, yeah. Richard Dreyfus coming back to uh, Shark Horror. I don't know how I feel about that. I guess it's not, seen uh, he's got to get up there. Uh, let's find true. out. But it hasn't been revealed what character he's going to be playing in the film, so. Mm. Could be a bit. Uh, they're using the alien tagline, too. No one can hear you scream underwater. Richard Dreyfus, <laughs> uh, age 76. Well, he's not as far as I think. He's not. He's not even Harrison Ford yet. He hasn't hit Anthony Hopkins level where he's just lending no. his voice to roles now. Mind you, he, he was still. <laughs> did, did we all see Rebel Moon yet? Not yet. Oh, did you see Rebel Moon, Hank? I have, Netflix. yeah. Yeah. I need more Jimmy. Give me some more Jimmy. Jimmy's Hope pretty part awesome. Two, we get more Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I was like you. I, I was kind of moderately entertained. And then I watched The Creator, and I was like, oh, that's how you do sci-fi. That's sci-fi, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd almost forgotten. <laughs> creator was like, I was in tears for parts of Creator. It was, it was fucking so great. good. Yeah. It's on my list of uh, top. It's on my best of the best for 2023, by the way. That's one of my votes. Mm. <laughs> Don't go swimming after a branny. <laughs> Either version. <laughs> Whole wheat branny. <laughs> We're going on a barley branny. <laughs> oh, no. All right. I'm so, so the next one, I don't know if you want to so skip this next one because you have actually covered it twice so far. What? Do I get to oh, rant wow. again? Well, no, it's a good, this is a great reminder. We are doing best of the best 2023 on February 6th. If you visit any of our social media, whether it's uh, Facebook, uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, and I'm, I get tired of saying that every time, uh, but Quacks. all of the socials, we're, we're on everything. So if you, if you find us on social media, find the post with this image. And give us your selections for the categories that are there. If you don't, it's going to be a pretty boring show. <laughs> it's just because my top three is this. <laughs> well, why does my top three look like your top three? Oh, I don't know, because we all watch the same stuff. <laughs> oh, there's more there. There's movies. There's TV. There's actors, actresses. We want to know about your favorite toys. We want to know about your music, favorite music soundtrack. for the year. It's like the Oscars, Please. but better. <laughs> it's like the Oscars with the Branny. Nobody I don't gets think slapped. we're going to slap each other. Yeah. <laughs> I will not be keeping anybody's uh, name out of my mouth. I will no, say whatever right. I want. <laughs> Best slap, Will Smith. That's right. I thought about adding that to the categories too. Best headline. Best best newsworthy thing. <laughs> Got to make for a good uh, pre-award show show. Rem mm. Remembering all the stupid news from the year. All right. Um, yeah. So that is uh, best of the best. It is coming up. It'll be in February. Sorry. I, I'm, I know it's a little bit late by the time you get to February. Who's thinking about 2023, but um, I'm away on vacation later this month. And so there was no other time to do it. We were not better prepared for this. I am sorry. All right. Moving on. Oh, yeah. I am so excited. So for this. Premiering February 27th on Disney plus uh, Shogun from FX is going to be there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a remake. James novel. Yeah. Set um, in Japan in 1600. I read that novel you guys, way too young. So, I mean, I don't have I, I <laughs> Way too young. It's a beast. It's a two-volume beast. I've got it in oh, yeah. hard, uh, hardcover. Oh, yeah. Um, I acquired it from my parents uh, who bought it when it probably when it was first written. Have you seen the mini? You've all seen the miniseries? 
with uh, uh, Richard uh, Richard Chamberlain, Richard, Richard Chamberlain, Richard Chamberlain, and and John Rice, da- uh, John Reese Davies are in it. it yep. John yep. Reese Davies, by the way, one of his best performances. That's not solo. As the Spanish, I haven't uh, seen it Spanish in modern Catholic. times. It's something I should rewatch, but I remember loving that crap when I was a kid. I got sure. it. Uh, I found it at a flea market on DVD, and I'm like, I don't care what it costs. I am buying. Gaz, wait, the Richard Chamberlain miniseries? Yeah, yes. that's the one, man. The Richard the Chamberlain one, miniseries. So this Shogun is getting redone. Now, it's not a remake of the miniseries. It is a new interpretation of the source material, the, the James Clavel novel. Yeah, so um, good. So, so good. good. I'm going to go re-rate it right now. <laughs> oh, it's so it's good. It's loosely it is loosely based on on uh on actual history. Like it's historical uh, fiction. Uh, For sure it's historical. Fiction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Tor- uh Toranaga is supposed to be uh um oh my god, the the shogun of the t- of the time. Um uh oh my god. Uh, I can't even think of the guy's name. Anyway, it is loosely based on uh yeah. <laughs> just when i think i'm done with disney plus i get sucked back in again no doubt yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah doubt. yeah yeah um and yeah. disney and plus for in. international it's disney plus for international so all you guys in the southern hemisphere that's probably your your gateway as well because we don't get fx here in canada so i will be watching this oh man but if you want to go check out the trailer and see what you're getting into it is available in our show notes wait wait there's a trailer there is a trailer, uh, and it looks how did I miss that? awesome. How did I miss that? Okay. All the trailers are linked in our uh, show notes tonight. Okay. As they are always. All right. Uh, sorry, where am I? I got to catch up here. I got to catch up. That's all good. We're getting close to the end. Are we? So if, okay. if people wanted to call in on the WhatsApp, now's probably Absolutely. good time. Uh, you know, we can't cover all the entertainment news every week. Uh, if there's a headline that caught your attention that we didn't talk about tonight that you want to have your say on, I mean, you can hit us <laughs> up in the, in the live chat or you can call us on uh, WhatsApp and uh, you can be part of the show. All right. Where are we going here? Oh, I just saw this today. This is awful. This is awful. Um, Stephanie Tyler Jones has written a letter to the Spider-Man community. Uh, basically saying you know leave her alone she's just a human um yeah she has been subject to harassment online at her work and uh people like come on yeah there's there's no excuse for stalking uh you know anybody uh let alone somebody that you are obsessing over because their appearance in a video game and that's the whole thing they're obsessing over that video game appearance right Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And like, there, there's not disconnecting the performance from the person, right? Yeah, I mean, if you can't separate, you know, uh, acting from a human being, there's a problem. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, she wrote. Did do we have the letter? Um, I don't know if we have the letter. There is a there's a quote here. Uh, bottom line is I came into work this morning and immediately felt unsafe and uncomfortable hearing these voicemails <laughs> left voicemails over the weekend. Some followers crossed boundaries. One went uh, so far to call my workplace, leaving multiple voicemails, wanting to speak with me and requesting that I call them back, which is unacceptable and considered stalking. She says that she is no longer actively auditioning an actively auditioning actor or model. There you so go. Essentially she's getting out of it. You've, uh, <laughs> Turned her off of the profession 
Yeah. That's unfortunate. All right, it wouldn't be a fandom power show if we didn't uh, if we didn't talk about uh, something from the galaxy far, far away. So uh, let's get to this one. This one uh, just dropped uh, earlier today. Mm-hmm. So the Mandalorian oh, and Grogu oh. are going to be hitting the big screen. Uh, directed by John Favreau, produced by Favreau, Kathleen Kennedy, and Dave Filoni, uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu will go into production this year in 2024. So while I was thinking about this at first, I was super excited because, uh, like, who doesn't want who who that's a fan of that doesn't want to see that? And then it occurred to me, how are we going to screenshot a film that we just saw in the theaters and then do a review series? That <laughs> how can we review this <laughs> on a two-hour movie? <laughs> so, like, I feel like Disney's trying to shoot us in the foot personally here. <laughs> um. <laughs> today's Man, episode the, day, the first five minutes of the man first five minutes yeah you know there's a podcast that does that and a bunch of them do it they do like movie title by the minute minute one mm-hmm. and then they just talk about the, the one minute of film oh wow um <laughs> that's, that's kind of neat we could do something um, like that. i am excited about this and i do know that we they are they want to try to put the the uh the butts back in the seats and i know that yeah. all three of yeah, us yeah. will see this 10 times in the theater because how else are we going to have any be able to review it properly? Uh, Andy and I will. Well, I do sit there, there and I go, "How the heck am I going to screen cat that? I'm going to have to use Disney Plus's <laughs> right. uh, media package now." That's right. Um, <laughs> or you just you know cell phone the whole thing while you're while you're watching. And since and and it does it does signal another thing to me since they're there it starts filming this year. Yeah, means we're not getting a season four. Well, I, I had said this earlier today in our group chat before we went live tonight. I said, this is either really exciting news for people that, that had no idea, or it's really boring news for those of us who have been following along where it's been, oh, the next season of The Mandalorian might not be TV. Mm-hmm. I guess that's confirmed mm-hmm. now. Is this, the, is this the culmination movie that they've been talking about that's going to bring the, the, no, all the colors of the Filoni verse? That is still a... A Filoni directed film. The Filoni yeah. directed thing. Okay. Yeah. Because this I one's under the guise of okay. Favreau. So we're and saying. I don't know that if you guys saw that Rosario Dawson was talking like there might not be an Ahsoka season two, but she's definitely going to be in the Dave Filoni movie. And she just she said has that on to Twitter be or something. I I would definitely. You couldn't have her. I will call that into question in our next slide. Oh, okay. Good know. to know. Um, what we're saying though is that. Uh, the Mandalorian, Din Djarin, and Grogu have grown beyond the small screen, which yeah. is a, such a, uh, isn't it so blurred though, the lines between small screen and big screen, considering we're all watching like 65 inch big screen TVs that are in the, in the widescreen format already. Yeah. I think we said it until we probably were blue in the face at the production values on that show were anything but television like. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Excuse me. Pardon me. Zazel says, I was hoping that Mando would be a show about the bounty of the week, like the old Western shows of the day. I, which that, my favorite thing about that. it is that lone wolf and cub. Lone kind wolf of, and uh, cub. Yeah. Energy. I was so, so like the, that, that, that Iris out in season three was my like, yeah, yes, yeah. we're returning to the roots of this show, which were my having favorite. Grogu, I love all that stuff, but. Having Grogu come back to the Mandalorian and having the Mandalorian seemingly settle down um with his adopted son g- gives room for him to get back to that stuff if he wants to 
Hmm. Well, him going into the bar there with Trapper. He's like signed the contract. You know, throw me some work. Absolutely. So now we're going to be legal, uh, legal bounty hunters. Uh, I guess we call them, uh, we call them privateers. Bail bondsmen. Yeah. (laughs) Bail bondsmen for the new Republic. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. But yeah, um, I've always said it. I'll say it again. Uh, new Star Wars is better than no Star Wars. So, oh man, um, I will give you a chance. I will be there in line probably 12 hours before it opens so I can be the first through the gates oh God, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, get yeah. the crap out of it. And like All I right, said, I'll Andy, probably watch that 10 ahead, times Andy. in a the theater to get that the way that we watch the show. Yeah. I know there's some, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. days when I've come in watching the episode 10, 12 times. You got to burn that into your brain. Right. <laughs> Memorize. All right, Andy, blow the roof off. Uh, well, Ahsoka has really? been renewed for season two. Oh, maybe she was misdirecting. That's May- a, well, I don't think she was at the time, news? but uh, definitely good news. Yeah, that's this is also news? just like, today announced. Uh, today, Lucasfilm okay. reveals that Dave Filoni is working on second season of Ahsoka as well awesome. as his theatrical film. So he's awesome. got both projects on the go right now. Is this <laughs> an image? Is this a, a a Lucasfilm image, Andy? Uh, I think this is just a uh, cobbled together one from one of the news outlets. I was gonna say it's a nice composition with her standing in front of the uh, the cliff then face. Of, yeah, <laughs> with the uh, with the um, um, the was that the brother? That's the brother there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see the father's hand, but it's the hand of, of, the, of the father. Yeah, the scene. You have the son behind her. Interesting composition. Yeah. We really liked, if you didn't know, we liked Star Wars, but we really <laughs> liked Ahsoka. We loved the series. In fact, we've got a multi-part review series on it. It's uh, uh, Fandom Power presents the uh, Ahsoka Fano uh, show. You can As check well, that out. A whole on, bunch uh, of lead up. Yeah, all of our lead-up stuff. It's our longest review series to date. But we really liked the series. Um, glad to see that it's going to get a season two. I'm gonna I'm going to bring it up again because we're here now. Um, Sorry, guys, I popped smoke and they're landing on my position. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, We know we're not done with the Balin Skull character, so recasting at this point is almost almost a foregone conclusion. What do we think? They could literally do the uh, long and hard the Sam Jackson thing and just have a monster eat him in the episode one. Just, oh. <laughs> oh, there's that guy gone. Oh, no. Um, I'm I, sticking I with mean, what I said at the end of our review series. I'm going with, and this was a popular choice online at the time, and, and I came to the same conclusion. I would be all for trying to get Liev Schreiber in as uh, as Balin. I'm down. Um I'm down for recap. I'm down for whatever. Like I have no, I really enjoy no the character, but I have, I have, I have no expectations of the character and I have no, like, I'm not going to be disappointed. I'm not so attached to poor Ray. Like I was to Mark Hamill or Harrison Ford or, and I got over that. So I, you know, that's true. We did. We like solo. And I, right. Exactly. Love solo. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh I'm in the same opinion as Zazel. Recast. Don't do the CG thing. 
by CG, no. you mean let's get a body double and digitally insert his face on them the same way we yeah, did with we, Gary we, Fisher. We, we've, we've just I gone through that. hell and back in a strike to avoid that crap. Let's let's get as far away yeah, from that stuff as possible. Yeah, let's get people working <laughs> on screen. Let's see their face. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay with reinterpreting a character. It happens all the time. So it's all the time. totally fine with me. We're on our yeah, like ninth James Bond. You've That's got right. the entire first season for whoever takes up the role. Like you can go and learn it. Like oh, absolutely. The template is there for you to study. Yeah. To study yeah. and yeah. master. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, absolutely. he was his presence was incredible. But let's yeah, you just have to brood a little and be wise. And you there <laughs> right. there nailed it. <laughs> be pensive. Look pensive. My beard is graying up here, Disney. That's right. So if yeah. you need yeah. anybody to. I am, I'm you short like on the action like figure a, like that you made. Feet, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm about the right scale of that stupid action figure you made. <laughs> you mean with the horrible pink skin? And the, like, it's, it's like it's five it's, inches yeah, and a six inch scale when he's like yeah, Vader exactly. tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not crazy. So the Shin Hattie All is right, taller. Season two. Season two uh, confirmed. We don't know when, but it is That's coming. excellent news it because I, I oh. just read the opposite like a day ago, which is excellent. News. All right. Well, that that does bring us. Uh, we're getting down to the wire here. We've got one more uh, one more news article and then we're going to wrap it up. So uh, let's get to that one. Andy, you want to talk about this one? Yeah. Uh, so we talked about it last week that The Rock had returned to Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And it was an electrifying moment. But since that has happened, video clip has surfaced of the WWE ring announcer, Samantha Irvin, and her reaction when uh, the great one entered the re the arena. Oh, and cool. We, we've got a clip. All right. Let's play that clip right now. Wow. Um, yeah. When she, she stopped no to idea. look in her arms, right? Like, that's the whole, like, oh, the hair is standing up in my arms. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's think... a genuine reaction right I there. Was, that was, yeah. So, and I don't want to be the skeptic, but I have to ask, did she know, and she's just rolling with the energy of the crowd, or do you think that she was getting it as the fans were getting it? I think she was getting it as the fans were getting it. That, that, That's cool. She's either the most incredible actress I've seen in a long time, or she was definitely unaware there because that was super genuine. Yeah. I, super yeah. Genuine. It's cool. Yeah. It was very like, cool. There's, there's not that many wrestlers who can generate something like that in an entrance, but when it is, it's, it's real. Yeah, absolutely. It was um, cool though. Super cool. She looks familiar to me. Has she done anything else? Other TV work or other acting work? I am not sure. She looks familiar to me and I just can't figure out where. All right. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it either. All right. That is officially our last entertainment uh, news item of the week. So uh, mm. this is the last, last call for last call. Um, as we turn over our uh, weekly segment. Now, you know, he's out there in the aisles. He's hunting for you and I. So we can save a few dollars with this week's toy hunting tip at Dollarama. Okay, so first up we have Minecraft Legends figures. They're getting sold for $5 at Dollarama. 
but they can retail anywhere from sixteen to twenty six ninety nine online or at Walmart. That's cool. And um, for but I don't think it's as cool as the next these are, stuff. These are great little figures. They've got good playability, good little action features. Uh, my son saw them and it was just like yeah. fell in love with them. Oh, that's cool then. Um, so, I'm a little shocked at the the other one though. The other one, I am I haven't seen it myself, so I can't 100 percent confirm it. I've but well, we're, a guy we're in the toy group did point out yeah. that he had found these two in Montreal, in the Montreal, Skeletor yeah. and, the and the flying, flying fist He-Man. He-Man. I find it funny that the first two uh, uh, Origins figures that the guy finds are like one of the last two from the vintage line. Yeah, <laughs> they're like in the like the end, the waning days of Masters of the Universe, and like, oh wow, it's poetic that they're turning up in the dollar store for five bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. But At the same, same time, on Amazon right now for twenty two ninety nine and up. Well, so. yeah, absolutely. At five bucks. Uh, I don't collect go. origins, but I'm in for five bucks. Oh, for yeah, five I bucks, know. I'd almost buy anything. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, Lazel, great show. That's all. Oh, thank you very much. I'm thank so you. glad that you're able to hang around. I know it's early in the morning for you over there, so um, it is not lost on me that it is hard. We're going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to coordinate schedules when we are in opposite hemispheres of the world. So thank you so much for hanging out. Really do, really do appreciate that. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I'd buy that for five Australian dollars. What do they, what do they have like in the UK that's dollars. similar to a dollarama or a dollar tree? Do they have something that's like... In the guys, United Kingdom? Uh, in the UK? Oh, yeah, do they have... Uh, do the boys know? know? I don't know. Uh, TJ, TJ would be able to tell TJ, us if he's hanging around. I don't know. Gaz, where are you in the world? I should know this, but I don't. Are you also in the Southern Hemisphere? That's all right. Maybe they've already tuned out. Who knows? They could have. I tuned out hours ago. Yeah. My point being anyway, that uh, we've had some like really like lightning hot items turn up at Dollarama in the last couple of years. I think the, I think the whole trend kind of started when the, uh, the Mattel Ghostbusters showed up and everybody was like, holy crap. Um, and I feel like this is going to be a repeat performance of that. All of the the resellers are going to be like hunting these obsessively. So um, yeah. if you want this for your collection, my advice yeah, is get to your Dollaramas sooner than later and make sure you I get one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, wow, that's it. That's the show. Yeah. What do you think Ooh. of that, guys? Excellent. I just want to say a uh, big thank you to uh, Zazel's Clubhouse, Gaz, TJC, uh, Silver Spider. We got Sarah Hodgson and everybody else who uh, showed up in the chat Red. tonight. Red, that Red. one goes out to you. Steve, uh, Kim, and Sean, everybody who hung out tonight. Ray, thanks for turning up. This has been uh, one of the best interactive shows we've had in uh, quite some time. It's always a better show when you guys are here hanging out with us. And it wouldn't be the same without you. Uh, I know we've been uh, made a mess of our schedule uh, in the last little while because of illness and other things. I've got a vacation coming up this month, so it's going to be uh, the Andy and Hank show or the Andy show for uh, uh, a week while I'm away. Um, we do something. We'll cook. I don't know. I don't know. But we will be back next Tuesday um, with another round of Random Fandom. Wicked. 
Until then, everybody, fan on, and of course, for Fandom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And I'm Hank. And uh, we will see you on the next one, and bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.